Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, enemies and friends, welcome to the show that never ends. You are tuned into On the Real, and this is a special all Star Wars edition. I'm your host, Steve Johnson, and joining me today is none other than the last best hope for the resistance. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? All right, so here's the thing Um, this is the spoilers discussion. We are going to get serious about this thing, and if you have not seen the movie yet, turn this off right now. That's a a good warning. Yeah. That that works. Okay. So, um, this is it, man. We still are, and we we wanted to give people time to see the movie, so so we we sort of waited until today to do this. You can see our non-spoilers review if you haven't checked that out yet. Right. Um, But now is the time for spoiler talk. Yes, sir. Um, So... Uh, I'm going to take care of a few things. Why, Mr. Woods, why don't you tell them a little bit about what you thought about it? Um, where, 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 where's, where's best to start this in terms of what would, what do, cause there's a lot to okay. digest here. Here's the thing. Star just, Wars, The Last Jedi. Just. Episode eight. Yes. Episode eight. Just tell them your score and why you gave it that score. And then we're going to break it down plot point by plot point, And then we'll get into some of our criticisms and then sort of the wider public criticisms. Right. And then we will get into sort of a metaphysical conversation that I want to have about well, the whole star go, Wars we're, franchise. We're going to go and, metaphysical. We, we're going metaphysical on it. Is there going to be any force usage in this situation? I uh, look, <laughs> if right. there's any force left. Right, right, right. So that's a little precursor. Right. So, um, Initially, I gave it a eight, a soft eight. And soft eight. A soft eight, yes. And so, I had to really, I, I had to really think about this because um, the there's things that this movie does well, or that I rather I appreciate because they're trying to change the narrative in the public conscious of what we were used to in these Star Wars films and what we are to expect. And so that's a difficult thing to do when your energy is so concentrated, at least somatically, um, on Han, Luke, and Leia's story, as well as you know Darth Vader and all the other major players that's been throughout the Star Wars um, series. But at the same time, it bothers me, and you know why I gave it a soft eight is because the, the film just, it's akin to, or at least it's trying to follow up similar, or how I related to, in my personal opinion, Empire Strikes Back, right? I go okay. as far as back as that in terms of that second film, just how the the Force Awakens was similar to A New Hope, okay? Right, in, in terms of these directions, but it I can't say it does it better, um, and for the most part, I mean, I don't I don't want to say worse, but it just it just doesn't. It leaves me um, hanging in some instances. So uh, to kind of get into it, what I say is still a soft eight. I don't do the whole 7.8 or 7.9, but I, I feel like I should. But I'll just leave it. I'll leave it at eight, and I just have to keep it at a soft eight. That's but just... why, so I, I want to understand that idea of why feeling like you should. Is it because of your allegiance to um, the Jedi, or is it... Like what? What? Why? Like, why, why does it why deserve? Do I, why do I have that score? Well, yeah. well, why do? Or rather, you, your question would be, why do I feel like I should bring it down a notch or two? Right. Okay. So, um, 
there's there is in some of the plot points of the story it makes sense but the execution i guess i have a problem with right right and so the and I'm letting everyone know now. I'll keep using um, Empire Strikes Back specifically. Is that because it was your favorite Star Wars movie? Well, not only that it was my favorite, uh, so what? Hey, that's my opinion. Uh, but because this film is the, it's very similar to Empire Strikes Back. Right? By the way, I just want to give a shout out to Lavar. He's not here because he hasn't seen it yet, but he will be on the next. Uh, yes, yes. Our next on the real official show, but this is all about Star Wars and for the people that and we, see it. We should have, we you know, he, he should have been here, but you know, he's a busy man, he's a working man. So, um, yes. So shout out to Lavar. Uh, so the reason why I bring it back to Empire Strikes Back specifically is because the film, if you look closely at what. The Last Jedi was doing, and the reason when you had asked me from the onset, uh, when we did the non-spoilers review, you said, hey, is this a Star Wars film? Like, what are your thoughts? How do you feel? I said, yes, this is a Star Wars film, but people are going to be a little bothered because there's things that they try to take. They take they took chances to kind of change the narrative in some aspects, And but when, you, when I look at Empire Strikes Back and what was happening there, how Luke had to go on this mission to find Yoda. Right. Right. Um, he was you mean like Ray had to go on this mission to find Luke? Find Luke, right? Okay. So now Luke is taking on the he's the new wise old sage of the Jedi, right? Right. This, this mystical uh, being of, of 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 energy and skill and knowledge, right? That's how Yoda was. That's what Yoda represented when um, he was uh, knocked out on Hoth. And yeah. one second, I just want to shout out to Jason, Shalanda, and Lydia. They are tuned in. Okay. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Make sure you come correct. We got at least one. I know for a fact one star was aficionado in there. Yeah, so I'll probably get my card pulled. We'll get called out. I know. I'll probably get my card pulled. But so when Luke was knocked out on Hoth, you know, Ben came to him, or rather Obi-Wan came to him and told him, hey, you know, go to Dagobah and meet up with Yoda. So the same thing, right, with Rey. Uh, another thing is that, there, and I'll skip around and you'll ask me specifically or you'll say your own thoughts, but there's another instance when um, Ray needs to confront what's down in that hole. On I don't remember the name of the, the planet she was on. It's like Aral. Oh, what, you, which planet? What are you talking about? When she met up with Luke. When she met with Luke, what's the name of that planet? That specific, yeah, it's a, it was a, it's a sanctuary to the Jedi. Oh, um, it's... it's it's, it's a quick IMDb, but yeah. I, I'm not looking. See, and I, I I spent some time memorizing all of these planets. Like oh, I know the planet in the end was Crate. Right, right. I know that they went to Canto Bite for the casino. Yes, yes, that was Canto um, And I know that um, Ray is from Jakku. Yes. Um, but you can't think of the planet that they were on. But it's not Hoth, right? That's a different planet. Hoth is Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that's a okay. Ice, that's a ice okay. planet. But anyway. I digress. So, and and we'll jump back into it. So, real quick. So, when she has to go down into that hole, and it was this mysterious hole, and he was like, "That's where the darkness is, the dark side, and things right. like that." Don't you know? Don't go down there. Blah blah blah. And she goes down to to confront her fears. Right. She right. goes down there to see. To she's trying to get an answer, and then all it is is a reflection of herself. Correct. Right. Um. 
The same thing happened to it's, Luke. It's very literal, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Movie Bob for that, but it's a very literal that the thing that she went down there to find was a mirror so she could look at herself. Look but, at herself, right. You know. Okay, so the same thing happen, happens to Luke when uh, there was this odd noise that was going on, on Dag uh, in Dagobah. He was in the swamps, and Yoda is saying... Uh, he, I, I don't remember it specifically. Don't quote me on that if Yoda was saying something to him. But he heard this noise. It was this constant noise that was ringing in his ear. And he goes to investigate. And when he goes to investigate, he confronts Darth Vader. And cuts off his head. And yes. But then when he takes off the helmet, it's, it's his own it's face. face. And again, exactly. the same thing that same happened thing. with, with, with Rey. Exactly. So again, that's why I'm going to keep coming back to Empire. Because it's, it's very similar. But I can't say that... The way Last Jedi was done was executed, and I'm I'm not looking at this thing with rosy glasses, but it just wasn't it wasn't executed with. Uh, I'm trying to think of a word, but with this certain precision or just but the, the me, pacing that I, Empire was. I want to ask you of how it cut in and out. I want to ask you a question though. Now, yes. there's a lot of similarities because you can also look at the idea that what was the big thing. Like, the whole point in Empire Strikes Back was Luke found out who his father was. Right, the right? revelation. The he found revelation. out his lineage. Right. Ray finds out her lineage. Yes. Right? Exactly. And so a, a lot of it a, a, a lot of it sort of goes to that. Yes. I mean, Ray didn't get a limb cut off, but... You no, know. no. So my point is, but it was, when it did was... you first see okay. Empire Strikes Back? How old were you? I, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but I was, I was young. Was now, let me ask you a question. Young. Were you looking at films with the same sort of eye that you look at films with today? Absolutely. When not. you're talking about pacing and all those other things. Absolutely. So, not. who's to say that it's sort of not just a party of childhood? So, it gets, you know what I mean, a certain reverence. But we, we can come back to that because okay. that's going to be a, uh, a, a longer conversation. conversation. Exactly. Now, I just want to go through sort of the plot points and we can okay. start out. Fair so enough. this thing starts out with uh, traditional Star Wars, like a space battle. Yes. How nice. do you rate this space battle to other space battles in the Star Wars? And um, what did you feel? How did you feel about the opening? What did, so just for a little bit of okay. setup. Um, it just, this is sort of the first film where it picks up literally right where the other one left off, right? Okay. Usually in the Star Wars film, like, they do, like, a time jump. Yes. But in this one, they picked up from where The Force Awakens left off, and the Resistance is on the run from the First Order. Uh, so we're in the middle of this chase. The, actually, the whole... Uh, resistance plotline in this is a big long chase right and um uh poe basically doesn't follow leia's orders and he tries to take out this dreadnought right losing most of their uh fleet so they don't really have a way to defend themselves now if what I'm, did you think about that the so for me if i'm not mistaken revenge of the sith had the best space Fight opening, right? Okay. Um, so, if I'm not mistaken, that's when, as soon as the movie cuts and the and that uh, dialogue is scrolling up, right? Um, Anakin is in the ship and he's flying over this big Imperial cruiser, and then as soon as it's quiet, it's completely quiet. And as soon as he comes up over that horizon, it's chaos everywhere, and there's a there's a whole battle going on. So. 
Uh, in terms of The Last Jedi, you asked me a specific question. Where do I rank or how do I think of this space battle in terms of that Star Wars tradition? And it falls flat. Um, it, it just, it didn't feel, there, 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 it felt, there was something missing. You know, it just, it felt very empty. Okay. So it felt like another space battle that we're used to, but it didn't have that same hutzpah. If I'm using okay. that word correctly that's what that's what you're going um, with it yeah it, it just it just didn't have that same feeling it didn't grab me like uh most star wars uh space battles do on the onset of the film okay but now as far as the opening how do you feel about them sort of picking up where they where they picked up at i don't i don't mind it but again so remember it when the last jedi starts um as i'm like going back into my mind and think about this film Obi uh, Obi Wan uh, Poe comes in and it was hilarious. Don't get me wrong. The how he talks to the the admiral or whatever. I, you like that? I, I I wasn't a fan of that. No, I liked it, man. I liked it. Uh, I I appreciated it. I, I, it didn't bother me at all. And but the thing is, is that after he fires the shot or something that happens, then the rest of the cruisers come up and the uh, the bomber fleets are around. And it was just like, well, where were the other they're not TIE fighters, but where were the other fighters flying around during this time? Why didn't it just show him get specifically to that um, that dreadnought? Or, you know what I mean? Something right. to that effect. So, out of nowhere, the next shot, it's quietly with just Poe. So, I'm thinking that it's just Poe leading this excursion or this or this mission. And then, out of nowhere, these bombers, where did they come from? Where did they, It's not like they came out of hyperdrive or anything like that. They were just there. And so that's what I mean about it felt flat. So it was like they were there to be there, and there was a, a reason for them to being there, but it didn't get me like, oh, okay, we know that you know there was a fight and they and they uh, finagled out of uh, harm's way or something like that. No, no, no. But I mean, they gave you that in a crawl, and they said, you know, they've been on the run, right? And so you know, you're jumping in and out of light speed. So that's I don't I don't see that as an inherent light speed, yeah, sort of drive, sort of. Right problem you know what right, i mean right and the new thing that they added and this is a funny thing you maybe they they sort of added a lot to the star wars lore now right. people think that's sacrilege uh but i mean it's all made up anyway so why can't you add something right but um did you know that in rogue one they mentioned that um tarkin was working on he had a tarkin initiative right and tarkin was working on hyperspace tracking or light speed tracking so no, it's just funny that they like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Well, no, no, no I, I just I, watched I, I, it again. It was no, which is the only reason I know that, right, right. because it's the only whatever. I, right, I watched right, it right, again. Right, right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> We're not gonna get into particulars, right, right. but um, it's funny that they put that little uh, Easter egg in the other one to gotcha. to pay it off here. Gotcha. Because you could never in Star Wars canon um, track somebody in. Track some, that yeah. used to be always a cool plot device. If we just get to light speed, right. we can get We're away out from of them. here. Right. Exactly. Um, I agree so now that you that. can't do that anymore, that's very interesting, and 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 that's sort of locked off in the in 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 the lore now. You can't. You can't. That's just not a thing you can do anymore. Right. Okay. So what happens next? We um, Finn wakes up. Right, like the the bomb sacrifice and catching the uh the thing, and now Finn wakes up. He's uh, and the first words out of he said, "I know you have a thousand thoughts, man. You've been in a coma and all this and that." He's like, "Where's Ray?" Now, how do you feel about that? Because 
I have some some interesting thoughts there. Because, I want you to say your thoughts okay. because so, this is you have to. I'll just say real quick. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it until you brought something to my attention, which I would like for you to explain in detail. Um, but I didn't. When he said "Where's Ray?" like that was that was actually the words that came out of my mouth as he was preparing to say when he said, "I know you have a thousand and one thoughts, blah blah blah." You think about, and the only thing that came to his mind was Ray because it was his affinity for Ray. But right, so ahead, so the thing is, what what the, I kind of didn't really appreciate that because I thought that Finn was such an interesting character in the Force Awakens, right? In that um, he was. You know, he. This is the first time you ever saw a stormtrooper sort of look at the horrors of war and say, "Hey, I don't want to be a He's part a of this anymore." Right. right. And so there's so much you could have played with in that. He abandoned and, it. And yeah. and I'll get into my um, sort of affinity for the Force Awakens okay. in a minute. But you know that movie, his motivations felt pure in that I just want to get out of here. And then he sort of got caught up into everything, and there was no chance for him to catch his breath. Right. He wanted to get out of. He that wanted whole to get out, and, and, and the only okay, okay. reason that he he had, he had you know he was getting ready to leave. He had his exit strategy, and then um, sort of Ray gets caught and so he goes after them and in going after them he sort of gets he gets sort of knocked out and that's why we meet him waking up in this one but the right. thing is in this one his motivations are literally just he's running after a girl the whole time mm -hmm. like ray is not super concerned with hey what's going on with finn yes she asks it but well, but she finn's asked, whole she asked about finn. existence in this film is just about Ray, and I feel like you could have done more with the Finn character than that, and that that sort of bothered me. Other than the like the blatant politics that they wanted to add, I mean, sort remember, of. Remember, Finn Finn's driving thing was he was worried about Ray, and no, and but he was. Thing, it was more than remember, that. He got knocked out defending Ray. I understand that. You know that's, fine. that's the last but, place we leave. But but everything Finn. he did in this film was just about Ray. So my thing is this. Ray comes into her own in this film. Okay. Kylo comes into his own in this film. Right. Poe comes into his own in this film and Finn is just chasing after a girl. I get that it's Ray and that's great, but like you could still have them have like a quasi will they or won't they love story, but right, right, you have right. to make him his own man. You know what I mean? And I didn't. I don't. I just feel like they. They. It was a disservice to the the amazing character that they created in in uh, the Force Awakens. Well, hopefully there's a payoff for Finn in Episode Nine. Yeah, they're and just then... gonna make him run after Rose. Which is a whole other Look, thing, but you just put that out there in the ether. So if that happens, then this really, for one, it it gives absolute credit to what you're saying, and then for three, it's like dag, you know, <laughs> how to how to drop an interesting character in uh, in three movies real quick, you know. I, I, I don't know, man. So so, um, and now the next plot point after that is the first thing we see. Uh, Finn, when he wakes up, for he asks for where's Ray, right? And then we cut to Ray on the planet. Can you look that planet up? It's, it's really bothering me. <laughs> um, okay, let's see what we got. Uh, continue as you so. Um, and we see this was another one of my uh sort of problems with the film, right? So, um, 
basically they did a lot of build up to in the last film sort of ends on a cliffhanger right 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 and you know okay we we're, we're ending on a cliffhanger and it's this whole so this the whole thing is a setup for what is gonna happen? I don't what know if I'm Luke pronouncing say? this right, but it's Octu. Octu, yes, yes. Oh, okay. There we go. Octu. All, right. All right. Now I feel better. So, um, <laughs> I feel like you're gonna forget it. So the thing. whole of the Force Awakens is sort of where has Luke been this whole time? Right. Um, what is Luke gonna say? And everything that that has been le- everything in Ray's life that has been leading up to this moment. You left us on a cliffhanger for two years. We come back. We're ready to see what happens. And he sort of just throws it away, like like just for the sake of a laugh. Like there's other ways you could have played that, and I feel like you, it's sort of sort of laughing in my face, saying that, "Hey, all this stuff that I was worried about and thinking about for two years and getting hyped up to see this f- right. film, yeah. fuck you, right? Well, we, who cares about that? I mean, well, so it, you know, and the 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 people that get so obsessive about this, right? Are the are the reason why this thing makes two hundred and twenty million in its opening weekend? Right. The reason why the last one did two billion dollars. Right. And if you're gonna, so I'm not saying like you need to just give everybody what they expect, right. but I'm just saying it should be. You know, you could have you could have conveyed the same thing, but not sort of threw it away for a laugh. In that she could have handed him the lightsaber and then he drops it, as opposed to zoink. You know what I mean? I, 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 get, not... I, I get what you're saying there, but at, in the and you kind of somewhat said it even within your your you know being displeased by what they did there. <clears throat> Again, I come back to Empire Strikes Back. Yoda wasn't what Luke expected when Luke arrives on on Dagobah, and and he sees Yoda. Yoda's this goofy puppet. Right? right, and he's like hitting hitting R two D two with a stick, and he's holding up a flashlight, and he's rummaging through uh, Luke's X wing and stuff like that. It's it's this weird thing, right? And this is the most powerful Jedi on, on you know in the galaxy, right? Okay. And so Luke, the mighty Luke Skywalker, we're all wondering. What is Luke going to do? What's going to happen when he gets his lightsaber? How is he going to feel? What is he going to think? And Luke, right, in that moment, tosses it. Because the, the greatest story there is, what is this? It's just a saber. What does this mean? Right? Because what was the stories that he's trying to pass down to Rey, as we find out later, that it's more than, you know, the hubris of the Jedi. It's more than just me. It's more than anybody. It's within you, right? Just being a, a, a good person, right? And, and following that truth, right? So... Like I said, we'll get a little deeper, but for me, it didn't bother me as much as him tossing it because, and and this kind of goes to what I was saying before, that it's the similarities are very striking to Empire. It's just that the execution wasn't as tight as Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion. And so him tossing it and him becoming this guy who doesn't care about the <coughs> Jedi, doesn't care about the Force, and you know, tuned himself out and he tosses a lightsaber because it doesn't mean anything to him. He's so, he's so beyond that. What is he supposed to feel? Like, oh my God, my lightsaber. What is he going to do? What does it matter? Now, I do you know? want to... So, the other... And, and I, I get that. But again, it's just the way 
you deliver it. Like, right. I do feel like the film, lean, especially coming off of Rogue One, okay. I feel like the film leaned a little too heavily on the jokes. And I will... Uh, Last Jedi leaned too heavily yes. on jokes? And, and and the reason why, and, and I say that with, I, just take a grain of salt with me saying that, because I remember George Lucas at D23, maybe right around the time when um, The Force Awakens came out, and he's, and he's saying, he gets on stage and says, look, I made this thing for 12-year-olds. Right, right. So let's we right, we right, need right. to understand that like this is a it's a movie for kids. Right. So if there's right. a joke it's for here, the family. right? But again, you know, I just think it was it it, it was a, a a disservice, but it was also telling you even in the trailers, like they told you, they showed Luke saying this is not going to go the way you think it is, right? Right, and that right. was sort of a that, message whoa. to the audience right. too, right? Right. That was that. That's like now, as a movie, in that's hindsight. a message to the audience. It's right. not going to go the way you think. Very true. Right. And he says these little things along the way. He says to Ray, "You know, what do you think I'm going to do? Come there with a lightsaber and exactly. like cut everybody cut down? Everybody up. It does. Like that's not the way this works. Exactly. Right. So I I get that. I just felt like. You know, it. I don't know. I, 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 it's not. It's your It's not just what out. I wanted it to be. And again, right. I don't own Star Wars, right? Right. And the other thing to understand um, is that they, the whole point of this new trilogy is, is like, and Kylo says it: you have to let the past die. Let it right? Go. right. So, so if you are sort of attacked, if Luke Skywalker is your childhood hero, you know what I mean. If you grew up finding empowerment from Leia, right. if if uh, Han Solo is the cool dude, the coolest you know what dude I mean? you ever met, yeah, coolest dude in the galaxy, yep. you have to let that go because Star Wars is bigger than that, right? And that's why Luke was saying the Force is bigger than the Jedi, than the Jedi. and and right. what he was really saying is. To the movie audience, Star Wars, as, as a proxy for the Force, right. Star Wars is bigger than the Skywalkers. Yes. And this, that's why they're killing them all off right. to say that we are handing this thing in. Like, we're co-signing it, right. but we are handing this thing in over right. to, the, off, to yeah. the new generation. Right. And, that, now, and that's and very difficult. The, the story beat that they went with, with was... Luke has turned himself off from the Force, right. which is why he didn't know what that Han was gone. Right. Um, although Han's not Force sensitive, so maybe he wouldn't know that Han was gone. But yeah, but, but Luke being that powerful, he should be able to. No, no, no. But he turned himself off from it, and right. when he did, you saw when he sort of said, "Okay, I'm going to tune into the Force again." Right. How he just pulled open the building yep. when Ray was about to. Touch uh, Kylo, but we'll we'll get to that in a second. So, um, Ray is training for a while, right? Is uh, it for a while? Sure. He said he would. Well, she was following him for a while, and then she said he said he would give her three lessons, right? Or two. Well, I think she only ended up getting two, but he promised her three lessons, right? And maybe one of them like just wasn't on screen. And again, I'm going to drive this narrative home until we end this video that Empire Strikes Back that the let the time lapse I don't know what was the time between Luke learning somewhat because he didn't become a master and he didn't finish his training just yet he left prematurely but the training that he was doing it showcased that he was training all day and night 
you know, so he's he's um, handstanding with on one hand and holding up Yoda and lifting rocks and lifting R2 and meditating and doing front flips and, you know, just all these things just to become one with himself, right? And getting all of this training going on. And so you get this sense that even when he left uh, Yoda at the time and he wasn't ready and Yoda told him and Obi-Wan stepped in and said, you're not ready. You're going to be afraid. You're going to face, you know, something that you're not prepared to face you know, and don't turn to the dark side, he still said, I have to save my friends. And he left, right? And he said, because he has, you know, this is what he has to do. He doesn't want his friends to die. And they told him, you don't know that. You can't, we can't see it. We don't know if they're going to die. And he still left, right? By the way, Aiden uh, says he'd love a dark side win for once. Like, if they're supposed to be balanced, there's not a lot of balance in the universe. It is, absolutely uh, if, if the dark side never wins. Uh, although you could argue that sort of Kylo did win this one and the Empire won it in Return of the, in, in Empire Strikes Back because, you know, it leaves our heroes on the run. So technically they do have a win. Yeah, I guess. Um, now, but Jason says, uh, but what about there are always two, a good and an evil, if both Jedi die? Uh, what Jedi is he referring to if both Jedi die? In um, regards to... Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he... No, no, I mean... Jason, you're going to have to clarify, but I think he's saying that if Luke dies, there needs to... So yeah, you understand, like... And that... This whole idea of balance. Snoke dies... Snoke but, died and Luke But died. Luke was there to balance out Snoke. Okay. Or, or Snoke was there to balance out Luke. Right. Right? So Snoke dies, that means Luke has to go. Okay. Right? Now, um, if, like, Rey is the new Jedi, right? right? And I guess Kylo is sort of the... He's he following the Sith. dark side, but right. not really the Sith. Right. Um, so th they're still alive. That so when one of them goes... I guess the other will have to go. Right, in some form or fashion. And just real quick, and and unless someone can clarify that for me or you know, correct me on that, but if I'm pretty sure that that too is re reference to Sith. Because Jedi live harmonious. You know, there's multiple, well, at the time, there was multiple Jedi, it doesn't matter. But the Sith, uh, their harmony ended very quickly in terms of there being too many Sith because they all grasp for power. And then that's when the idea or the ideology came in where it has to be only two. Because any more than that, and there's always a rift. So that's where that comes from. You know, so, I, you know, as you just said, you know, Snoke passed, uh, Luke passed. So that's it. So now it's just Ray, And now it's just, um, and now it's just Ray, And now it's just um, Kylo. Well, there's also the Force kid at the end, the broom kid. But the force is within everyone. And that was the Well, it's not within anyone. It could be within anyone. That's the difference. Okay. There's there there is a difference. Okay. Now or, or you could say it's it's in everyone, but not everyone is force sensitive. All right, but really but Aiden, quick. go ahead. I, I was saying <clears throat> um Aiden says that he, not just a singular movie, he'd like to see a new trilogy that's focused around winning? the not the Sith, the dark side. The Sith are gone. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure that's coming. You know, well, maybe it, that's Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. It it just might be. And and after seeing this, are you still excited about a Ryan Johnson trilogy? I am. I okay. am. So it, it listen. As I said, it is. I enjoyed the movie because I enjoyed what they were trying to do. But I will be honest that they didn't execute it um, 
as best as I would have liked. Right. And so, and so that's why I always state that yes, this is Star Wars. It has the it has the the scenes, the moments, the energy of Star Wars. But there's something missing that makes you go, you know what? This is this is Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars, right? And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But for me, that's why I say it's a soft eight. Um, I'm not as harsh as or critical as other people, but I keep referring, and I, like I said, I'm going to sound so repetitive as I keep talking about this. I keep referring to Empire Strikes Back because this is very similar to that part to that. But if you go and watch Empire Strikes Back, you'll see how how well it was executed versus how the Last Jedi tried to do some of these same tropes, and it just wasn't done in the um, with good intentions, but it just wasn't done right. So. Or it could have been done better, I should say. Let me correct myself. Now, Jason says that um, that JJ is going to basically be the cleanup guy to fix all of these things that um, that that uh, Ryan Johnson did in Episode Nine. I don't. Well, I I think you're going to get. Go ahead. I I, I, I just want to speak to that a second. Absolutely. Does JJ need to fix anything? Right, because saying that he will clean up implies there's something that needs to be cleaned. Right now, my question is: Is Star Wars only, you know, like we all try to forget the prequels, but is it really only, you know, a New Hope through Return of the Jedi? Right. Uh, or do we, or is it bigger than that? And do we want to see more? And if we want to see more, why can't Ryan Johnson do this? It stands for what it is, and we we don't need to clean it up. Maybe the force works in different ways than we are told. Right. Right? The whole series and again, this is shout out to Movie Bob, but the whole series about people in positions of power not telling you the whole truth. Right. So maybe there do not need maybe maybe this idea of, of balance or whatever, maybe there doesn't always need to be a master and an apprentice. Mm. Maybe that's just the old way of doing that's the things. Old way of and doing. we okay. are as sort of uh, elder statesmen in the Star Wars world, right. we are stuck to the old ways, right? right? But but this is literally for a new generation. Yes. So maybe everything is up for grabs, and right? I, yes, and I think so. And, I, and I, I agree with you on that because actually how I feel, it, it might be that uh, get off my lawn syndrome as an old man kind of thing. And we're just used to certain things. And so what needs to happen, and this is why it's so imperative for all we've heard for the longest is that, and Star Wars fans know that um, Star Wars is such a big universe. There's such all this mass amount, uh, vast amount of lore that's behind Star Wars and the Force and Jedi and the Sith and the Old Republic and all these different uh, planets and all these things, right? But all we know somatically in the, or rather in the cinema, uh, in the films universe, is Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, or now General Leia, and, you know, whomever else comes in about, right? And we have Chewbacca and R2-D2, and the list goes on, right? With those cast of characters, but the big three are the ones that matter most. And so every time you're watching a Star Wars film, especially with episode one, two, three, etc., you're just thinking about the Skywalker family, that lineage, and what's happening with them. You're thinking about how Darth Vader became him. Is he still alive? What's going on? Everything that's tied to the Skywalkers. And so what Ryan Johnson has to do, and what J.J. Abrams has to do, and to what you were asking, is it something that needs to be fixed? No, it just has to have closure. And if you give proper closure, 
I have hold on. I have I have a a a a thought to that too. Uh Like this new series is supposed to go on, sort of in perpetuity. Right. Who's to say there needs to be a closure? Well, right. Like so, who's to say like. I'm not like comparing it to the MCU, but right. we don't say the MCU needs closure because we know it's a big universe. Right, right. And the whole point of this is saying, do the Skywalkers saga need closure? Yes. The yes. Star Wars needs closure. Do these new characters, Finn, Ray, and Poe, right. and Rose now, do they need closure? No. They're going to continue to go on. Right. We're probably going to get a, a new Star Wars movie every year, and they won't all be flashbacks. You might, so, listen, truth be told, you might not get Ray after episode nine. Well, that's just facts. She clarified that that's not what she meant. She, you're referring to that she made a statement about yeah, uh, three movies. She just said no. She said that was the end of her contract. I think she realized like she didn't want to mess up this Star Wars money. Right, um, right, right, but right. she clarified that she said I would <clears throat> gladly come back if they'll have me. Um, Listen, all I'm saying is that what what the fans have to come to realization, and what I meant by closure is that this the Skywalker. We have to get off that train of expecting the Skywalkers to come save the day. We have to get off that 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 bandwagon of of expecting to see um, Princess Leia make an appearance or Han Solo or anything like that. Like that has to come to an end. And so once that's closed up, that's when we get more of what's going on in right star you can't wars tell universe. me the star wars universe is this vast thing and it goes on exactly. thousands of years and you keep coming back to the skywalkers exactly because truth be told the skywalkers only came on the scene in in this world right 60 years ago right you know what i mean right. it's not like uh it's like not they, like it's just this. if you tell me a degree of skywalkers have just been that's about. another thing that people saying that Ryan Johnson did something special by saying anybody could have the force no he didn't no there have always been Jedi that were not a part of a special bloodline right right exactly. so so it's I, I, I unless I'm reading it wrong um they th- this is nothing new that anyone could have the force right Anakin Skywalker was just some nobody on a random planet and midichlorians aside oh, right but but you know where did Mace Windu come? Is he from what, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not necessarily like you're from this bloodline and that bloodline, at least not in the way that I've taken it. And so, uh, Jason says Luke will, uh, Yoda Ray in ghost mode, basically in the next part. And yeah, I, 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 I yes, think they were yeah, telegraphing yeah. that. I think yeah. the reason you had Absolutely. Yoda there was just so that people could would be okay with the fact that they were going to lose Luke. That was just foreshadowing. This. It was a lot of foreshadowing. It was like Luke said no one ever really dies, right? right? right. Um, Yoda Yoda just shows up as a Force ghost just to let people know who didn't know that Force ghosts were a thing. Right. Um, and something important that Yoda said that I thought was maybe the best line in the film, right. Just and this whole sort of new trilogy sort of makes you realize your own mortality, but it is right. they... We are what they grow beyond, right? That's how it in, works. In, in that, in that, you know, it's not about us anymore, right. right? The same way when Yoda, you know, became one with the Force in the original trilogy, right. it's not about him anymore. It was Luke's time, gotcha. and now Luke has lived his life, and it can't be all about Luke, right, right? Right. And again, that's also a message to the audience in that way, 
Side right? note, I don't, I don't like how um, that just reminded me of something that did bother me. Luke goes in Last Jedi to say, Yoda pops up and he's like, "I'm going to, I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to do it." Right when he has, he's holding the fire candlestick or whatever. He's going to burn down the uh, the temple, right, and burn it all. And then Yoda does it for him, right. And when he does it for him, he's sitting there in shock as, you know, as everything is burning. He's like, the books, what are you doing? I was like, dog, you was just going to burn the books yourself. Yeah, you but, but hold on. Luke was always like a, a impulsive sort of hothead like that running off. That nah, was the whole thing. Work. I don't care. It doesn't that, work. No, no, no. Yoda was always teaching him that. And that's why Yoda was messing with him. Because and it's so funny. And I didn't I didn't realize this on my own. Someone pointed it out. Right. But it was sort of like. What did Yoda say to Luke in that moment before he burned the the thing down? He says, there's nothing in there that she doesn't already have. Now, we thought, like, oh, what she doesn't have in spirit. He meant that very literally. There's not, like, there's, she has the books with her because she took the books. Did she? Yeah. You didn't notice that? So, I did notice that in the end. Oh, I didn't know that. So, if you look, when Finn Finn looks in the the draw on the Millennium Falcon to give Rose the blanket in the end, you know, where where, where Ray gave him the side eye, right before before, um, Poe was googly-eyeing Ray, like, hey, Ray. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fighter pilot. Um, But he opens that draw and all the books were there. So Ray uh, stole those books, and that's why Yoda was laughing at him and cunking him in the head uh, like dummy. Okay. Well, <laughs> There's nothing in there. Well, I deserve a cunk on his in the head. on his Mister Miyagi stuff. Okay. There's okay. nothing in there that she don't ha- already have because okay. she literally has the books. I did not know that. I was just like, yo, you was just amped up to burn the books, and then Yoda destroys it himself, and now you're shocked. Like, well, what happened there? Because Yoda was teaching him a lesson. I mean, listen. Even if you, even if she didn't take the books, the lesson Yoda was trying to say is: practice what you preach. You say that the 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 Force is bigger than the Jedi. Right. So why do you need those texts? Right, but you know what I mean. I understand that, and I'm going to get off of this. But I'm just saying the fact that he was getting ready to do it, and then when Yoda does it for him. He's shocked, like, how could you destroy it? No, like, because, just because he yourself. was getting ready to do it, and then he stopped, right? Oh, okay. He okay. stopped, and then he was going to do it again, and then Yoda was like, shut up. Right, okay. <laughs> Still right. the same dumb kid I told all of years ago. Okay, fair enough. Okay, all right. um, now I want to get into maybe my favorite character after they ruined uh, Finn in this movie. Maybe Finn will be my favorite character again. In episode nine, but Kylo Ren. Okay, Kylo. Now, you t- like what? Kylo. What do you think about his arc in this? Um, he's very immature, and so the the only thing that I took away from. Oh wait, wait, sorry, sorry. One thing. Now, Jason says so. She is new master. I, I mean, I guess at some point she will, but I think that I think that there's more that Luke has to teach her as a Force ghost, especially right. since. Um, we don't have Carrie Fisher anymore, unfortunately. Right, right. Um, but just back to Ray for just one second. Okay. Um, I think that you know we can say like, how can she? How can she be so good? We already knew she was a good fighter before she even knew she was force sensitive. 
Right? Talking about because of her upbringing. Of right. She was, she was okay. always nice with the staff. That's fair. That's now, the fair next assessment. thing I'll say to you, why are we saying that she has learned really fast? What did she do with the force exactly that was so powerful? What's she pick? Well, she was picking up massive rocks. Picking up rocks. Yeah. It's the first thing Luke did. That is true. That is true. And, she, but, well, she, no, she, she tried to take. Well, no, she tried to take on Snoke, but and what did he do? He slapped her in the head with the with the lightsaber, with the lightsaber. when she tried to pull it. Right. Because and then when she tried to run at him, he just picked her up. It was nothing. Okay. She stood no chance. She never. She's never in the whole series done anything with the Force that was like, oh my god. Other than she just she has had raw that strength. She had that standoff with uh, Kylo in terms of trying to pull the uh, lightsaber. But yeah, but again. She light darkness rises and light to meet it, right? So she has the raw power, but as far as doing like very force specific things, right? All she's she she mind controlled a stormtrooper in the first one, which and, that's and a weak minded dude, yeah, right? They can't even aim, like that. <laughs> you right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. And other than that, she just she pulled things. That's right. the only thing she did with the force. So I don't think. I don't think this it's like some crazy thing that she did. You know what I mean? Okay, fair enough. That's, that's All right, now tell me about Kylo Ren. Um, so Kylo is immature. Right? He's very immature. And one thing I do like uh, that they did with his character in this is that he had this, um, he had this mindset of saying it all needs to be destroyed. All of it. You know, Jedi, the Sith, everything. Just get rid of all of it. Let's just burn it all and start anew. You know, okay. on the ashes. And so, and his conviction in that was real. So I, I, I understood where he was coming from with that. And he was trying to take um, Ray, and he kept reminding her, like, me and you, let's just change this whole landscape. And again, that same thing happened, and I'm going to say this again, happened in Empire State Hold Fest. on, sorry. Just, I got a, one thing. Right. So, so, so Jason says that she bested Kylo Ren with a lightsaber. Did she really? Like he would, like like Chewie shot him in the stomach. He was about to die. You talking about in, uh, the Force, in Force Awakens because people try to say she's overpowered, but I, I don't. I so I don't really subscribe to that because like he was shot in the stomach, and she again she's already a fighter. We know that right. this is, this might be her first time using a lightsaber, but she was nice with the staff. But so Kylo, Kylo should have done something. Like he to, was shot in the stomach. Was that pre-fight or during? That the was fight? pre-fight. Okay. And he was coming after a limping, bleeding out. Because oh, right after he killed uh, Han, Chewie shot him right in the stomach. And he had to limp out to the woods. So that's where... You okay, know, so you're you saying advantage it. for her just in that instance. Because yeah, all she's life. done with the lightsaber other than beating a half-dying man is fight the Praetorian guards where she had to fight one at a time while Kylo was fighting like three he at a time. He was definitely taking on them. So, you know, yeah. she's not as overpowered as people like to say. Maybe perception turns into reality sometimes. Anyways, sorry. Back to back to Kylo. So, yeah, just I, I, I as I said in Empire Strikes Back... Uh, Darth Vader was saying the same thing to Luke, except his vision was we can rule the galaxy. And I don't know, I, I don't remember verbatim if Kylo had that same thought process with uh, Rey of saying that we can rule everything. Or if he was just saying, Let, let's just build something anew. If the premise is that by building something anew that they're going to be the rulers of all of this and that everybody has to fall under their iron fist, then 
they're saying he's saying essentially the same thing that Darth Vader said to Luke in Empire Strikes. Yeah, but still, but when said, Darth Vader said that, he was still he was like, "Yo, we're gonna we're gonna me and you are gonna kill um, Palpatine." He fears, he sees you, he senses you. He fear, he knows what's gonna happen. Like, let's just join together, kill him, and take over everything. That's that's was Vader's. That pitch was Vader's. Was that was Vader's pitch. So was so Kylo's was the same thing. If keyword if Kylo was saying that because he was his conviction was in let's just destroy all of it. I don't believe in the Sith. I don't believe in the Jedi. I don't believe in none of this stuff. Like let's just destroy all of it and build something anew. And I don't know if he meant that in a good way or if he meant that in. Well, no, I don't think he was turning to the light side. Right. Right. I think that and and they they said that like Yoda knew it. Uh, even Leia knew it, right. and Luke knew it. Like they, the they gave, knew. yeah, the everybody, knew. everybody the knew it. Like knew. it's the only right, person right. that didn't know was Han, and we saw how that worked out for him. <laughs> right. They've all basically gave up on him. Like Luke only went to see Leia to be like, "Look, you know, you know I, I gotta fuck your son yeah, up, yeah. right?" <laughs> so, and she's like, "Yeah, he's a dick anyway." Right, right, <laughs> so, right. Do, do what you gotta do. What do. You gotta do. Yeah, true. Um, What's your thoughts on uh, this guy, Kylo? So I. I I like I said, Finn was my favorite character, but right. they did him dirty in this movie, and we'll get into right. the whole Finn and Rose thing in one second. Right. But I like I, so my favorite scene in this movie was when um, was when Snoke told him to take that ridiculous mask off. Oh, when he was right? uh, oh, and, yeah, yeah, he was so, recommending uh, yeah. this guy. It's, yeah. And it's just go, and it's the same thing we we're thinking. Like this, because when you first watch it, like, oh, this is your new Darth Vader, it's a fake Darth Vader, right, fake right. Darth Vader. Right. Shut up, take that shit off. You're not, you're not Anakin. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. You're just a wannabe. And he just like this dude who's so powerful, like uh, Kylo, who's so powerful. You see that he's just this emotional sort of cosplayer, right? Right. And he all he wants is to be the real deal. And so him him going through that sort of living through like the, the myth and the lore. That's, that's messed uh, up. Yeah, but that's what he was. Right, and right. he realizes it and then smashes the helmet because he realizes like, yo, I'm a clown. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and the fact that Snoke calls him out on that is great. But the fact that he was holding that animosity and that he they didn't make him. Because I'm telling you right now, you remember, we were in the theater when we saw this together. When him and, and Ray were fighting, which I think was actually like, sort of convenient that they just got him there and then I'll get to that in one second but oh you're talking about in the red room yeah, yeah, yeah oh, the, okay. when they fought in the throne room right, right. so so but yeah, red room is different so, when right. when when he and Ray are fighting right like it would have been whack if it's like okay he turned to the light now Yo, also, when does the trilogy it? go after no but I said everybody's clapping yeah, 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 and yeah. then I'm like yo but he killed Han so I don't know why all these people in the theater are clapping. Right, 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 right. Um, but but the fact that he he just turned from there and he sort of used that to just get the one up on Snoke so he could stop like clowning him. Right. And now he's in charge. Right. Like I thought that was interesting. And, and also, no, that was dope. That also, was dope. the idea of how when he's because this idea that he's alone. You know okay. what I mean? Because everyone has betrayed him. And I thought that was actually great what they did of telling the story of Luke and uh, Kylo from the different perspectives of how they sort of broke up, how the master and the, and the, 
and the sort of student. Okay. Uh, or the the master and the Padawan sort of had the disagreement. Right. Because at first you're like, oh, Kylo just went bad. Well, it was like and three then, versions, right, or something right. like that. Right. And then and then Kylo, you tell it from Kylo's version. This dude tried to kill me. This like this is my uncle. Right. You know, all I want to do is be a Jedi and train and be better and be like him. Right. And he's trying to kill me because he thinks I might be more powerful than him. Right. So of course, like, I'm so basically, him. my parents threw me away to this dude. Right. Like Han is just being Han. Well, that's why he has that resentment. No, okay. but that's what I'm saying. Han is the Rolling Stone. Or perceived. Leia right. is busy with the Resistance. Right. And then right, you give right. me to Luke, and Luke tries to kill me. These are the people that I read stories about that I just wanted to be. I was so happy to be a part of that family. Right, right. And this is what they do to me. So I have nobody, and the person teaching me now tells me how stupid I am. All the time. Right. So I get, like, that to me, that motivation Teenage there. Teenage angst. It's bigger than teenage ex because oh. he's like thirty something years old. But well, I'm just he's he's uh, the point like is everybody like turned his back on him, and and because he had this connection with Ray, right? That moment when he said "Join me," right? And then he hit her with the "Please," I was like, oh, oh <laughs> that's okay, right, right, <laughs> all right. So right. so I I really appreciated what they did there, and I appreciated that it was like, look, I'm taking him out. And I don't care about none of those stories because you know what they say? Never meet your idols. Mm. Right? All everybody's a fucking asshole. Right. And I'm I'm I I am that is true. you know what? I am the man and I'm gonna run all of this. I just I just killed the top person out there and I'm and as soon as I see Luke, I'm gonna kill him too. Because it's not about them anymore. You know what I mean? Right. So so to me that that was that was great. That was something within itself. And then okay. um, you know, Aiden brings up don't forget about the Knights of Ren. They are coming in episode nine. Will they? They have to. Do they? They have yes, they do. I don't know. Cause this, this you is know, not a cleanup. This is we, just, this, Snoke, this Snoke is was a... supposed to be somebody big and they just killed him. You don't know. JJ just be like just be like Yo, alright, I'll tell you this. <laughs> alright. If if this is J.J. Abrams brings up the like the the Knights of Ren, right? And then we find out more that Kylo took he killed half of the uh Jedi Knights that Luke was training, and then he or he killed the rest and he took half of them for himself right. to train under him. Now, if in episode nine, JJ is just like, you know what? There's no Knights of Ren. They just never exist. It's just all about They're a smoke monster like in Lost. Oh, my God. I'm, now I'm going to be mad at what this guy did, uh, Ryan Johnson did in the episode. Because that was like, all right, we were leading up to these are going to be the baddies for episode nine. And now they just don't exist. Okay. Everybody is savoring for the Knights of Ren. All right. Now, um, speaking of Knights of Ren and whatnot, um, I want to talk about... Snoke, good old Snoke. Snoke. Now, what did you what did you think was gonna happen with Snoke in this movie? And were you satisfied with what 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 they did with Snoke? All right. So two thoughts uh, was going through my head. One short answer to your question: No, I wasn't satisfied with uh, what they did to Snoke. But to contradict myself, because I know how Star Wars operates. It was right in line with like the apprentice taking care of the master in some quick work fashion. 
So that's just what happens. You don't get this major buildup. I mean, well, actually, that, no, let me correct myself. There is major buildup, but once it happens, it's just it, it's gone in an instant. You know what I mean? You don't see anything or anything. Uh, finding out with, um, you know, whether it's Palpatine or anyone, like they're just, they're out of there in an instant. So uh, I would have liked to see more of Snoke. I would have liked to see Snoke fight Luke. Or I would have liked to see Snoke fight with a saber or give me some of that uh, good old fashioned Sith electricity that they always have. I mean, he did do that, though. He did. He, it was he, a quick. It was a quick little. It was a little shock. It's like static. Yeah, it but you got you. You got the electricity. Even, even when even when she was even when Ray was screaming, right, when he was doing whatever he was doing to her. I thought he was like going to electrocute her or something like that. No, it was just. Did you see Palpatine fight in the original trilogy? Yes. Oh, in the original, no. It was, but it was. You saw the uh, the magic fingers. He had the magic fingers. Well, so yeah. did so so but did it Snoke. Was, no, it was longer. That's what I'm saying. It was it was a, it was a longer instance of this electricity. You know what I mean? Again, look, uh, I'm, I'm being I'm nitpicking, but I would have liked to see a little more. You know, and so when you got to see Palpatine, even though it was. It was very weird and corny, and then his facial expressions disturbed me in a weird way that still sticks with me to this day. But when Palpatine was fighting Yoda, and um, that was in Revenge of the Sith, and he was doing all this flipping and all of that, it was just like, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Do you want to see these old this old guy flipping around and see? Yeah, because that's what's gonna happen. Now, yeah. Aiden says, you know, um, he thinks Snoke was a waste, but at the same time, it goes to show if you get complacent, you lose. Same happened with Vader and Palps. That is a great point by Aiden. Um, also, complacency is Aiden believes enemy. that um, the 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 Knights of Ren will come back in Episode Nine. They have to. They have I, to. They no. I would like them to, but they don't have to. Judging by the guy that's on the screen right now, that's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, but that that has not that has nothing to do with him. The yeah, Knights but what Ren... I'm saying is, Knights of Ren could be realized in another book or a spinoff TV show or whatever. That's not to say we have Come to see now. them. Come on, what? So, wh- wh- why wouldn't? Why would you speak of the Knights of Ren? And then why you would just... you make a big deal about who Ray's parents are and just say, "Oh yeah, they was junk traders"? Well, Ray even mentioned that. Okay. You know, Why would you make all this big deal about Snoke is the big bad and then kill him without a fight? I mean, Palpatine got thrown out off the roof. Okay, you know. Into, so that's what I mean. You so, don't you don't necessarily need to see. Yo, you, know, you you need the Knights of Ren. All right, I know JJ is not listening. You and need none to of see why Captain Phasma is such a big need, deal. You need to see Knights of Ren. Captain Phasma did her thing this time. Did she? Yeah, shooting and looking she crazy. Still got beat. But she got hit in the face, man. You know, and then I mean, I don't think Phasma's people. dead. She's not dead. You know what I Phasma mean? Phasma did a thing. People she, have come back from worse in the world. Nah, Star she Wars. she styled she, a little. She bit got more. thrown in a trash compactor in the last one. For one, the, when they were firing shots at her, it was pinging off of her armor, right? Because she's that chick. And then on top of that, when what is the um, what is this uh, girl's name? Um, Rose. Rose, when Rose started shooting at her to save Finn, she just took care of Finn and then started blasting the shots right back. It was just she did, this, she did it like was a Morpheus like quick, move. Yeah, on, man, on the she was, when the car she was, was coming. But anyway, Snoke, Snoke, Snoke. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. so, so um, 
I think Snoke that's... was quick work, man. So what else is there to say? Go ahead. No, no, no. But look, Snoke is the one who 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 lord uh, lord um, Kylo, Kylo to the dark side. Kylo, yeah. So um, and I I think Andy Serkis did an amazing job with Snoke. Mm-hmm. Um, he. He, there was this presence there. He was menacing. He right. showed that, and again, Kylo didn't beat him. Like he beat himself for not paying attention. He was so like pleased with himself, laughing, yes. like spit yes. coming out of yeah. his mouth. Yeah. I control his every move. I see his emotions, and he saw his emotions. He just read it wrong. Well, remember, he was uh, slowly as Kylo. He was reading into Kylo's uh, mind, right? And Kylo is moving his saber to point it at. Uh, Ray, and as he's doing that very slowly and meticulously, um, he's moving. He's using the force to move the other saber that's right by Snoke's side. Right. So it, it, he can't really. He wouldn't notice that because he's doing it simultaneously. If, I'm saying if 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 um, if uh, Snoke wasn't so pleased with himself in the moment, right, he would have noticed that the lightsaber was turning towards him. Right, right, and, and, and in truth, I mean, again. To your point, this happened in Empire. It's hubris. When hubris gets Palpatine you. was like, yes, blah, blah, blah. You know, don't you see? This is my creation going on and on and gushing about uh, about um, Darth Vader and just you know, electrocuting Luke. Darth Vader's just standing there. And he's like, I'm all powerful. I'm all knowing. I'm all seeing. You don't join me. I'll kill you right now. And Darth Vader just goes over and picks him up and throws him. Now, now here, here, here. But see... That was even different, right? Because that was like, look, Darth Vader is more powerful than him. Right. Right? Well, he had a moment. He's watching his son get, like, shot and killed. No, no, no. I understand that. But what I'm saying is this was different in that in that Kylo just did a little trick when he wasn't looking. Okay. okay. Like, Darth Vader just walked up to Palpatine, <laughs> picked him up, and, like, DDT'd him right, down right. a bottomless pit. That's right. very different from, let me do some little sneak tip. You know what I mean? Right, right. I just, I'm going to just turn this to the side right, a little right. bit. Why are you not looking? And I'm going to try to cut you in half. Right. And I still felt like, and you said this, a lot of people said this, that he was gonna like force himself back together. Yeah, that's pun what intended. I yeah. Um, see what you But doing. it does make me wonder though, um, how Palpatine couldn't pull himself up from that bottomless pit if it was like electricity or something like that. It was. It was like, you know what I mean. He like got shocked and disintegrated. I gotta look at Return of the Jedi again. No, no, no I'm just but... saying if if if. Um, I'm just saying, if Leia can do the Force Superman in space, then I mean, why couldn't Palpatine? But that, again, Mason Windu got blasted out of a glass I, window, and yeah, then just... I know. Okay, okay. So um, <laughs> now we have yes, to come sir. to what some people are calling, arguably, one of, if not the best fight scenes in Star Wars. I mean, I would say that maybe goes to Phantom Menace. Um, uh, yes. But in Dark Maul. Yeah. But there is um the throne room Praetorian guard scene. That oh, yeah, that that now, was that was this that was dope. Was one of the the highlights of this film. Yes, it was. That was dope. 
Um, like, now Aiden says I need to be serious that there's no way Vader was more powerful than Palpatine, but I don't know. They just pick him up. Well, again, this is Palpatine was thrown off. He wasn't expecting it because he he was in his moment of hubris and talking all this junk, and then and that was the moment when Darth Vader saw his son and he broke at that moment and then came back and did the right thing and tossed him. And Palpatine didn't expect. Wait, it. hold on, hold on. Sorry, Aiden. Which which Obi Wan versus Anakin is that? Obi is that like in in A New Hope or? Are you talking about in Revenge of the Sith? What is he? What he says that Obi-Wan versus Anakin is the best fight scene to date. He's talking about Revenge of the Sith. Where they're on the lava pits and they're jumping from things to things. It was, they were on this little moving space where it was, there was no space to move. And it's lava everywhere. And they're just dueling it out and battling. So... Um, I, I can understand where Aiden's coming from in terms of seeing that fight, but this last Jedi scene was kind of kind of dope. But I want you to defend why you say... Well, you didn't say you agree. You're just saying that some people are calling the best fight scene. So okay. Go ahead and so, give your give So, your no. Well, here's the thing, and this is not... I've heard people say, and it is true... Um, this is the first Star Wars saga film because there were no lightsabers in Rogue One. Right. But there was no, in all, all eight of the saga films so far, there was no lightsaber on lightsaber battle in this film. No. Those Praetorian guards the, did not have lightsabers. This is the first one. That's why, um, and real quick, that's why when you asked me, you said, was this the best fights you've seen? I said, uh, I have to look at the video again, but I believe I'm on record saying that, yes, these were up there. I'm not going to sit up there and say that they're the best, but I said it's not lightsaber on lightsaber. No. I'm not going to go and say that it's the best lightsaber on lightsaber. No. Now, here's the thing. Um, I don't fault anyone who says the Phantom Menace because the whole Darth Maul he changed uh, the game. That, yeah, that was crazy, right? Changed the game. Even, even in the moments between where they had to go through the, the doors, the laser doors, oh, man. and it was just like, okay, I'm conserving energy. Like, they're just looking back and forth at each other. Then they both calm down, Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul, no. and they sit down and go into their meditation pose no, until no, no, the no, lights, no. I gotta until the doors open. I got to correct you. The beauty of that, real quick, the beauty of that is you're, you're half right. Qui-Gon is meditating. Right, Obi, and then he teaches his young Padawan to meditate with him. Darth Maul is pacing back and forth, and that's the the energy of the Sith. There is yeah. no wait. There is no patience. He's going to kill them. That's his intention, and that was what was beautiful. You saw that juxtaposition. Okay. Now, for me, I'm gonna say my favorite, and again, this wavers back and forth from film to film. Right, but for me, my favorite was. In the Force Awakens, right. when in the in the woods, because they're there, it's raining. They're fighting. There's trees getting chopped down oh, while yeah, they yeah, try yeah, to yeah. slice at each other. And this right. was the first sort of Star Wars film where the swords. And I said this to you before. If in the Force Awakens, I mean, if in the original trilogy they were using wire foo and sort of katanas, oh, right, right, right. Right? right? As far as what the weight of right. these of these lightsabers right, are right. in 
in the Force Awakens, they were like broadswords. Yes. Like Kylo's sword is heavy. Very heavy. You know yes. what I mean? He swings it. There's a weight and a noise to it. And when he oh, swings sound, it, man. trees yeah. come down. You know what I mean? Right. So when you had that that sort of battle out there between not only uh, Kylo and Rey, but also Kylo and Finn at first. You know what I mean? And yeah. Finn was no match right, for yeah. Kylo. But that to me... And, and again, the planet is... Is falling and and crumbling, being destroyed, right. crumbling that, around uh, that you. Beam, that yeah, right. The, the, right. the planet is crumbling around you, and you're fighting, cutting down trees. So again. to me, that was the most sort of um, visually pleasing uh, lightsaber battle in the Force Awakens. Yeah, but that that room, man, that battle in that room, just the way when she throws the lightsaber to uh, Kylo, and then Kylo just. Real quick, activates the lightsaber, goes through this guy's face. And they're wearing off. red, like they're not to come back to a Star Trek reference, but they're literally like red shirts. They're, they're just there to get. They are all red <laughs> shirts, man. But that yeah. that was that was nice. What was happening in that room was nice. To how it went into slow mo and everything else, and uh, when they was wrapping around, you know, wrapping. That Aiden says Kenobi weapon. versus Maul and Rebels. Yeah, of course. But now you're bringing. He's bringing up... Um, now nah, we got to stick, stick, yeah, stick to the episodes, man. You got to stick to the episodes. You got to stick to the cinema. Live action. You got to stick to the cinema. Because you, you start bringing up other things. I mean, I could say about how uh, Ahsoka, how she holds her saber, how she holds her um, her blades is amazing. I like how she uses that. Okay. So, um, now, this is... But here's my thing. Okay. If you are going to say that Kylo and Rey come together <clears throat> for this battle. Are they um and then right after the battle it's like okay we hate each other again? Like what was the whole point other than we needed this cool scene here? Well, they had to get out of that situation. They were both well not Kylo wasn't doomed, but right he has his own intentions, right? He's you and you said it earlier. He does. He's been getting scraped on by Snoke. He's been getting crapped on by everybody. So he was like, "I'm done with this dude, right?" And then he had his own vision for him and Ray, because he does have a little affinity for Ray. He really wants. No, no. I'm just saying, right? like narratively, like I get like what happened. Like Ray went there because she thought she could convince him, and Luke told her from the rip, "It's not happening. No, you can't." Right. <clears throat> and Kylo had his own agenda, and he was just waiting for his moment, and he found his moment, so he took it. Right. Um, but the idea that you're going to sort of bring us here, bring them together just to, there was no like progression of we hate each other again. Right. It was okay. like, I, I thought I could change you. I thought I could change you. And then, and then what, you know what I mean? It was just, oh, okay. it was, it was right. weird that like, they just went from, we're fighting on the same side to. Okay, let's kill each other now. I guess, as and I is it, other than you wanted to get them together, right? I just think you could have just played with your pacing a little bit, right? More to, right. Have, but again, minor, minor, minor quibbles. But those things are the things that kind of bother me with in terms of how how this is played out, you know, and and why they don't like each other, how that pacing was, in terms of the execution of it. Again, I understand that in that moment they needed to get out of there. So they said, well, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend at that moment. And they joined together, eliminated all of all the enemies. He just killed Snoke. 
You know what I mean? So what else was going to happen? What were they going to be like? Oh, okay, well, we'll we just got to take Kylo. You know, Ray, you're good. No, they're going to kill everybody. They just saw what happened to their supreme leader. But once that happened, and she's like, yo, you know, now he's like, all right, it's all done. We can build a build a new. And she said, no, that's that's not why I'm doing this. And then they're going for the saber and everything else, and it breaks, and she's out of there. Okay, so. I just want to take one second and talk about our favorite thing. Is it our oh, okay? What is our favorite thing? Porks. <laughs> the blatant you toy selling, advertising, the advertising, blatant advertising of the new toy that everybody's oh gonna God. have to buy for their kids this Christmas. Tell me what you thought about these porks. I like them. Aside from, did you? Yeah, you're lying. No, no, no. Like, Are you what? lying on camera no, no, no. right now? Not at all. Really? Not at all. I, look, it was bla- and I said this to you like five times yeah, in the you theater. Did. They're they're selling toys. Yeah, but that, that all of this is selling toys, right? You think they're not trying to sell you a Chewbacca toy when he's on screen? I mean, probably, you think they're not trying to sell you a Ray toy? Listen, man, I'm I'm not with it. Now this, I, I think it could have it could have went wrong the same way BB-8 could have been like stupid. Like BB-8 is a cool toy. Like it could have went wrong with the Ewoks. Are you? Do you think the Porgs are Ewoks? I mean, well, they're not. They're not swinging off of vines and 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 and, and, and singing songs, but they're and wrapping there. their feet up a adats with, yeah. with, with, yeah. with a with a <laughs> you know. with a rope. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they're not there yet. Well, actually, slamming logs into people's heads, but still, no, I don't. I don't care about the porgs. I don't yeah, the por- porgs were absolutely there to sell toys. I understand that, but you know, like that. They're a little cute thing for the kids. Give that to them. They, I, my point is that it could have taken away from the movie, and I don't think it did. I think every time they no, were on screen, no, it didn't take away every time the they were on screen, they actually got a laugh. But and did it, it didn't act- feel forced. Because, look, you had um, Chewie about to eat one of them, and when they were on screen, like, giving him, making him feel guilty by looking at him like that. And then... If the Porgs wasn't in the movie, would you have been like, you know... And no, then, but then, my point is they right, put him there. So, they didn't take away from him. So that, to me, for this little, so, I don't know what they are, what, but like the birds. they made up an animal <laughs> and it didn't, it, it, it didn't take away from the movie. Like it didn't, none of it felt like, oh God, why is this here? Not like on Kento Bite, right. where they had all them creatures in there, like the little, like rich, rich alien putting coins inside of BB-8. That's bullshit. Don't 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 disrespect porgs when you got Cantobite there. You know what's the problem? Well, there's a lot of problems with Cantobite, but the problem with Cantobite and and Cantobite, if anybody doesn't know, and I don't know why you're still watching this, if you don't know, but right. uh, Cantobite is the casino planet that Rose and Finn went to. The the problem with Cantobite and the inhabitants of Cantobite is that they were all speaking English. Oh, one more thing. Yes, porgs could have been Jar Jar, and they were not. That, and yeah, Jason yeah. points that out. So thank you for that. All right. Me up, well, Jason. you know what? Shout out to Jason for that because that is factual. It could have been Jar Jar and that would have been a disaster. So I guess in that, I have to pull back a little bit off the porgs. But I, I don't care. Now, really quick about Cantabite is that the problem with Cantabite, and again, this comes back with that feeling of Star Wars that you get. Uh, there's, there's a multitude of reasons that's hard to explain to people who are not Star Wars fans and things like that uh, as to why they like Star Wars because everyone has their reasonings. But another reason is just the the different 
I guess not ethnicities in this case, it's definitely races or, you know, alien creatures and so forth, right? Um, that's out there in the world, in the galaxy, in the imaginative galaxy. They all have these different languages, these rich languages that, you know, people are speaking and it just feels vibrant. And in this, in Cantabite, all of them spoke English. And it was just like, what? You know, and so I don't know what that was about. I don't, and it may not make sense to you, but I'm sure somebody somewhere out there understands what I'm talking about. That when you go into these different situations, yeah, you're going to have some aliens speaking English. Yeah, you're going to have these um, um, dialect uh, translators and stuff like that. But everyone has their language and it's just this big melting pot of creatures and aliens and all kinds of things, you know, living, living socially together, right? And then on Cantabite, it was just, they were all speaking English. They were all just doing what humans do on any other planet or in one planet Earth. And it just felt a little off to me. It didn't feel Star Wars-y in that sense. So you had the visuals, you had the different creatures. They looked different, but they all spoke English and it just felt very um, bland. Okay, so... That bothered me. Speaking of Cantobite... Um, yes. The main characters on Cantobite uh, was, you know, Rose. We got introduced to a new character this time. And I always found it funny for a series that has been, that has so heavily borrowed from Asian mythology and culture. Okay. That they wouldn't have any main Asian characters. In the film, like lead characters, lead characters. No, there there hasn't been any lead characters, but they have been Asian cast characters on screen, on screen, on film, on screen, uh, in multiple Star episodes. Right, but They've what? But lines, direct lines, exactly. Movie so, time, minutes in front of the camera. No, it hasn't. You know that much movie or film time. No. Now Not again, that I can think of off the top of my. And I didn't. I I actually like the Rose character. Yeah, she didn't bother um, me. And I just think that you would be a little crazy too if you was working on, um, you know, working wherever she was working all day long. Well, she also just lost a sister, right? right? So the whole idea, the Rose's story is that she and her sister—that's the 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 woman from the beginning who caught the button to destroy the dreadnought, right? Um, or the so. Her, her sister basically sacrificed her life. Right. And she is essentially guarding the escape pod so that so that she can sort of stop any potential uh, defectors. Right. And this is where she meets Finn. Right. Which, again, um, they could have done so much more with Finn, but um, his story did focus around he and... Finn definitely did pick up that little token beacon and was like, I'm out. And yeah. I'm going to give her the new location where she and I can like. What meet do you up. think was going to be ha- was going to happen? And then like, everybody else dies, and then that's just it. It's cra- that's kind of crazy when you think. But I mean, it, it it also it makes sense in a way because Finn he just left the the first order. As far as he knows, the resistance is people that are, that he's going to war with. Like he has no affinity to them he just knew he didn't want to be a part of war anymore and these dudes are in war right so for him to want to get away from that makes it actually makes sense right 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 because he only ended up with them because 
Um, he, he, Kylo, he went to go save uh, Rey in in Force Awakens, and, and then he ended up on the ship, and they took him with him. So he's right. not really a member of the Resistance, although he was like privy to it, and he was he got to meet. You know right. Han and all of that, right. but it was just a thing that 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 happened. Okay, um, and so in this film, I guess you see by the end of it the first time that he embraces as now says yes, I'm a part of Resistance. But Rose, Rose. Yes. So Finn and Rose, the the the, the journey that Rose they went Finn. on. Uh, by the way, I just want to put this out there, and let me put myself on camera for this one. <laughs> Luke is dead because of Finn and Rose's dumb plan. And you blame Poe, too. Right? You said Luke is dead because of Finn and Rose's dumb plan. Because if they had gone along with the plan and not tried the mutiny... um, But that was Poe. Poe did that, but Poe sent them on this mission. The point is, they went and picked up DJ... That's Benicio oh, right, Del Torre's right. stuttering Benicio thief stuttering, character, which right. I didn't like his character at all. Okay. Um, and it's just weird. He talks fine, and then every few minutes he, he'll put a stutter in it. Like, what? I don't know what that is, but that's neither stutter. here nor there. Right. So, if they, if they didn't bring DJ on that ship, by the way, they failed to disable the tracker. But if they didn't bring DJ on that trip, then... The first, then DJ doesn't snitch on him, and the First Order doesn't learn of the plan oh, of them right, going right, to crate. Right, right, right. So they wouldn't have lost the ships, and Luke would not have to come and save them. Right, right, right. Well, so, you yeah, know. Okay, yeah, I had to that. That, that yeah. harebrained, cockamamie scheme is the reason Luke is not with us today, and we're going to get to Luke's death in a second. But again, back to Rose. So... You go to Canto by, and again, this is like um, the sort of uh, Bobo, not, um, what's his name? Uh, Ooh. Jabba the Hutt's uh, bar that they had to go to, the Scum and Villainy place, right? Okay, I don't remember. Um, so, you, look, this is where Jabba the Hutt had Leia, where she was a slave, where, where, yeah, where yeah, Han... I, I know what you're it, it, So it that bar... There's yeah. always a scene in Star Wars, it, it, even in the last one, in, in The Force Awakens, when they went to go and see... Uh, Maz. Maz Kanata, right? right? They went to that... It's a real dirty place, right? Right, right, right. So this was that <laughs> version place. of that, except, like, with rich people, right? Right. So they go there, and there's this overt message of, you know... Um, the animals are racing. They're racing animals, and the right. kids are here. And, it's and they like, got this rich by selling war war goods and stuff like that. And right, and I and they tried to make a point of the fact that the rebels buy from these guys, and the um, bad guys buy from the, these guys, and the good guys, or whoever buy, you think the bad guys right. and the good guys are. It's all but the, same. the point is, right. like, I don't know, like. I get you want to make some kind of a message, but I always felt like the the geopolitical statements that Star Wars makes have always been or more, more like a more. Subtle. I mean, it's maybe not because it's always been like light versus dark, but it's like in your face, yeah. Um, I just felt it 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 felt forced, and it was like, how basic can you be? And I feel like a lot of people are giving them credit for talking about the industrial war complex, and I'm like, come on, it's not. 
cut it out. It's not really that serious. Like, you didn't say anything that anybody didn't know. I thought you liked your advertiser and then your messages bleed. Nope. Nope. But, you you know. definitely said you like your advertising bleed. Yeah, well, let, let me know. All right. But, yeah. but this is... this. This felt I just I don't think they deserve like a, a crazy amount of credit because they they said they they put that in there. But again, this felt like a waste of time, right? Okay. I, and I'm not mad that you had people like our heroes go on a journey and then it doesn't work out. That's interesting. Right. But the journey itself was was stupid. There was a lot that you could play with. Right. But it just felt like well we need to give Finn something to do. And it felt like Ryan Johnson was more interested in Luke, Ray, and Kylo than he was with Finn and 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 Rose. Okay. Um, so I I think they sort of did a disservice to Finn, and I like Rose, but I, I think that um, this was the wrong mission to send them on. But hopefully, we'll get them doing more. Right. Um, I'm glad they introduced Rose. I don't. I don't really have a problem with her so much. No, no, no. Rose is good. She's a great character. And, and, and that kiss was have... a little cheesy, but whatever. That was another problem. Like all of it's a like... sudden they're in love now, and then she just uh... she kisses him and then falls out. Like what? What is that? Yeah, that. Listen, we've seen worse and worse. You know what I mean? I I, I can't. I'm not gonna fault Star Wars for something like that. It's not so much that. She's it's not as love. bad as what uh, Anakin said to um, this chick. <laughs> uh... Yeah. And, um, oh and my god! You coming at Padme? Yeah, when he was talking to Padme and confessing his love. Padme didn't do it. It was it was Anakin yeah, <laughs> coming yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, so Anakin went hard. He went hard in the booth. But um, but yeah. So you know, really quick as far as with, I, I'm not so mad uh, at Rose's character, or even how she came about her mission, her her vision, what she was trying to do, or you know, her her own story beat. I'm not. I don't have a problem with that. But like I said, the kiss is just like, oh, come on. It was so cool. It was just, it was just, and, and I don't have a problem with the kiss. It was just, I, have a, I don't have a problem with them kissing, I should say. Correction. I just have a problem with the kiss. It just felt so, you know, quick and it was just cheesy in that situation. It didn't feel very natural, but whatever. It happens. As I said, there's worse. Now, I just think, like, it feels like the film could have been two out. I'm not saying take them out, but if you're not going to give them something to do, maybe give Finn another movie. Right. Right. But, or, cause this, if you tighten this movie up to two hours, it would have been great. Again, it comes to that disjointed. I mean, it's not disjointed, but it almost, it feels disjointed in the pacing, you know, and, and that some things was there unnecessarily. Like it was just there just to be there. And that's why I keep coming back to this and I'll say ad nauseum that they did the same story beats or similar story beats to Empire Strikes Back, except they were also trying to get along the message that we have to grow up and move forward past the Skywalker story. And so we're trying to really push this thing along to let you know that Star Wars is bigger than them. And in order to do that, we're going to have to kind of change the narrative just a little bit. So, but they still followed the formula that was similar to Empire Strikes Back, but Empire Strikes Back did it so well. And it was so tight, and it was just every single scene, every shot, everything was about Empire Strikes Back. It was just phenomenal. Okay, now um, Jason says, you know, she felt like life was short, so why not go for it? That's a good point. Um, That's a good point. You know, I just, you know, I, I, maybe if she just said the things you care about, as and opposed just, to love, yeah. the, and, and, the whole and, and give love me the thing shot of her weird. like looking in, looking in his eyes, and then she kind of passes out, and that's like the last. I don't yeah, know, it's whatever. just the, the 
Love is a strong. Just take it, it easy. easy. But Jason, um, but Jason is right about. Okay, that. so so now I want to come to crate because we gotta we gotta we gotta get to the meat and potatoes. Meat here. and potatoes. As um, if we haven't talked enough. So, what did you feel about the third act of this thing? They're on crate the salt plant, red salt planet. I don't even know why that I, I, it was just thrown in there just because. What do you think the, was the significance of the color red in this film? They used a lot of it. And I, I I'm sure know, people are going to write essays and books about that, but red was a strong color in this film. I don't know if red, I mean, he also licked and he was like, oh, it's salt or whatever. No, no, no. But I mean, there's red everywhere. The Praetorian guards. Right. You know what I mean? Kylo's lightsaber was always red, but the, that planet, the, Illuminati. the, the, the clothes. Illuminati. Okay. Illuminati. Well, there you go. Um, but okay. Now, what, what is, what did you Tell, tell me what you thought about the third act. Let's just walk us through it. Uh, really quick, what was my thoughts on the third act? They get to the planet. Obviously, it's disclosed that, hey, send all the troops to that planet. Um, we know that um, it's a it's an old rebel base, and so they're, they're trying to get ready. But also, I don't know, man. It's just the planet felt lifeless. It's just something. Well, about... that was the point. It was an abandoned planet. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah, it was. It, I, no, it, I thought it was an abandoned base, but not. Yeah, but the whole planet—that's the point. The p- only purpose of that planet was to have a base there. Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, that kind of clears it up for me. But the third act, what it, how it was leading up, there was that shot of uh, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher of her just standing there, and the the sun is over her eyes. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And then finally, the, she turns around and the door is closed. I was like, that was unnecessary. You just got a dope shot of Carrie Fisher just because you can, but. I didn't need that. Oh, you know what? Before we get to that, how do you, because we didn't talk about this, what did you feel about Leia using the Force? I'm okay with her using the Force. Uh, just her using her, like, Super Saiyan powers and, like, flying back in it was just kind of a little off-putting for me. But uh, now... Not that, that, not that that's unrealistic. Okay, because I was going to say, if you could pull stuff to you, why in space can't you pull yourself towards something? No, no, I'm not that that's not unrealistic. And, you know, yeah, Movie Bob is correct about that. Not that that's not unrealistic. It was just a little off-putting for me. Like, what, like, what, are, you, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, nobody shot a, 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 I mean, nobody could at that moment, but shoot a lasso or something, and then she reaches to the lasso and gets pulled. I mean, it was just, she just turned into God at that moment. It's the and last just, time you're going to get to see Leia use the Force. I, I didn't see her use the Force at any time. So, I, no. So, okay. So, let, let her do so that. in her last breathing moment, she's now God? Like, it was just weird. Yeah, I don't Leia, know. Leia's a God, man. What you want? She was also a princess and a general. Don't, but don't, I don't know. Don't it, it just Leia. It just, it just was a little weird. Like, And then, again, the shot. It was just her floating and the hand and the wiggles and her eyes and then She's, gl- you know, glide. Uh, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just I weird. mean, we're not mad with Luke's force pro- projection <laughs> from another planet and he's but forced that and the force Skype. But the, 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 <laughs> listen, that force Skype is crazy because he's sitting there and then he's holding on to these, um, I don't know, those some little trinkets or something like that in his hands. And, and then out of nowhere, when he fights Kylo... Kylo can go through him, so he can make himself physical, and then he can't. I don't know. It was just things was getting weird in that third act. Things was getting very, very so, weird. So, so 
is that just um, Ryan Johnson expanding the lore, or is it... Or is he just ex-machina service? No, advantage? just like, okay, we're going to use the Force as a plot device to do cool things or to explain stuff I that think don't he, make sense I, logically. I think he definitely got a little loosey-goosey with ex- expanding that... Uh... That force, you know, the usage of the force. But, but again, yeah. see, Jason says the the whole the super super layer thing was too much. But I don't so think it, I agree. But I don't know that it is too much because the thing is, like, I if she listen again, I'm nitpicking Luke real quick. Hold on, hold on, project hold on. like on. Luke left dice listen. from the Millennium Falcon. It like for, how how does that even work? I came here and force projected myself with a fresh haircut and then left you with dice and, and then he, I'm and dead. A, and he has a haircut. And, and then I'm dead and the, the force dice still are there. By the way, I gave those force dice to Leia. And Leia leaves, leaves the force them. dice on the floor and then Kylo picks it up and just in time exist. for it to disappear in his hand. What and we're mad hell? at what Leia did? Yes. I don't understand. Yes, it doesn't make sense yes. to me. Yes, all of it, all of it doesn't make sense because in the third act, if that's it, when it if the Luke, okay, but Luke, this is Jason I'm talking to. Jason says Luke projected the dice, projected scene kills him, right? Like so, his force projection kills him, right? But why? He used up too much of his like okay, force or whatever. whatever. Okay, right. but did Carrie Fisher didn't do anything? If I can pull that rock to me, that or just... that lightsaber to me, why can't I pull myself? By the way, by the way, in space, all you need is the littlest. There's no I know thing, right? Right. right. So no, it, it it will pull you no there gravity. again. So if if like if you get pushed in space, you're just going. That's Wherever it. If nothing stops you, if nothing stops you, you're going forever. So did anything stop her when she flipped like continuously into space and then just stop? No, she stopped herself with the force. From where? Because she has the force. I don't understand what you... I don't, I'm not following. Listen, guy. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm like breaking... Anyway. Um, I'm just saying, if you listen. if you can accept the force dice, you can you can accept I didn't accept, Leia. I didn't accept the force dice. Well, that's fine. Saying that it was just a little off-putting. That's okay. all I'm saying. It's all not right. that she can't be a powerful force user, force wielder, force sensitive... However you want to frame it or word it, it's just that it was a little off-putting that she just turned into God and then just zoomed she, right she, back into the She didn't, space though. Dump. All she did was pull herself the same way. If I pull a lightsaber to me, right? You was cool with that? You you was cool with her? I didn't like the way they set up the shot, but I'm not, I'm not upset that she pulled herself back in. Okay. Now... Jason says she got blasted and her, her movement speed would have been crazy. Yes. She got blasted out. He is a thousand percent correct. If we're talking about how space works and how gravity works, if in one instance that if you get blown into space like that, she's forever moving. And you're telling me that she stopped herself with the force. Okay. Okay, because from... she found an anchor to pull herself on, right? Oh, Lord. Look at, okay, just hear me out Can for we... one second. And I don't want to like dwell on this thing. But look. This is giving me a headache. I if I pull that lightsaber to me, right? Yes. Okay. The lightsaber is coming to my hand, right? Okay. And I'm standing still, and there's and right. So what if I'm pulling the lightsaber to me, but the lightsaber is nailed to the desk, right? But I'm sitting on a chair with wheels. 
Now, I'm pulling t- that thing towards me, but I would go towards the lightsaber, wouldn't I? Yes, you would. So that's the same thing. So she's just like basically pulling the ship to her, but the ship is bigger than her. So, so she, the ship so, is essentially, think of her as sitting on a, a chair with wheels. That's all what? I'm saying. But again. I'm not getting into this. Let's okay. not. <laughs> I'm just, all right. Okay. So. Um, What's your thoughts on the third act? And then I'll, I'll, I'll now, again, I thought the third, I really, I, that's where the, the film kind of comes together. The music, man, when, when oh, Luke yeah. is going, getting ready to fight and fight uh, Kylo and stuff like that, and that music is just picking up. I just wanted him to destroy all of those, uh, whatever they are. I don't know what version of uh, Adas those are, but I just wanted him to destroy all of that. But he did. And and again, here's the thing. Like, the third act, you, 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 you get, this is where Finn's story gets to make a little bit of sense. Okay. And by the way, you know there was a deleted scene where where Finn runs into someone, a guard that he used to know, and the guard congratulates him on his promotion because he's wearing an officer's uniform. They cut that out of the film. Really? Yeah. I don't know why they didn't keep that in there. Wow. Uh, but you know, Finn gets to face off, and again he cheated to beat Phasma. But he still gets to face off against Phasma. Right. Right. Um. You know, we, we 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 get Luke and Leia meeting for the, what will be the last time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We see, and again, <clears throat> I would have done Luke differently, and I want to come to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But we we see um, Luke coming out and doing it, and again, it's not what we thought it was, but he does he does some crazy Jedi stuff, and Luke faces down. The whole First Order. Right? right? And again, he wasn't really there and we can get into that. Okay. But all of that and, and, and um, you know, Leia sort of handing things off to, to, to Poe where she's like, why are you guys looking at me for? Follow him. Follow him, right. Right? Right. Um, and then, you know, Kylo going to go and face his final, um, you know, because... It's it's basically his final battle. If he can beat Luke, then that's it. There's, he, it. there's no right. Man. And right. so everybody is sort of no sort of coming him. into their own. Right. Also, on top of Finn finally getting to face Phasma, Finn finally joins the resistance, and he's ready to sacrifice himself, not for Ray, but for the resistance. For Although the resistance. maybe it was for Ray because he's like Ray's coming here, and I want to make sure she's safe. But that's a different argument. Right. Um, so you had Did he not know that was Ray in that ship that was uh that she was in the um Millennium Falcon? I guess yeah. He did know it was her because he said they hate her. Yeah. Or he said they hate that ship or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, something. yeah, they hate that ship. Yeah. But I mean he knew that she had the the what you call it, right. that she had the Millennium Falcon. So right. uh, and then again, Ray coming to save the day with the the Millennium Falcon. I it it all like it, it it all worked really well for me, um, and I Let's think the way the way Luke passed was very poetic. Okay, um, and I think you know we can quibble that we didn't get to see Luke do his la- like one great 
um, lightsaber battle. He did slide under uh, Kylo's. But again, he wasn't there. Didn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Okay, how did you feel about the, the brushing off of the shoulder? It didn't bother me. It, it, it really didn't bother me. When I think about uh, how Star Wars is and some of their moments, again, this, is, this was different from Star Wars, you know, but it was still in that Star Wars field. I, it didn't bother me that he did. Oh, this is nothing. Okay. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was very modern. I'll I'll put it to you that way. Obviously, him brushing his shoulders off was very modern. That's not a Star Warsy thing, but at the same time, it didn't bother me. Yeah. It, that sounds like horrors, something that Mark Hamill did that wasn't in the script. You know, like, I mean, he was he was talking yeah, to the kids. Like he was talking you know to the I mean? kids, man. You know, let him live. Okay, now. Um, so Luke's passing this is what it comes down to. How do you feel about it? Uh, I kind of wanted him to go out with a bang. As I, I said earlier, I wanted, but him... you don't think like he went out on his own terms. I mean, I suppose he you know, fainted and collapsed and all of that good stuff. For one, he's not gone. He's going to be, he's going to be back. Like, they showed Yoda. Well, he's definitely so going to gonna... be back because of unfortunately what happened with Carrie Fisher, right? Like, well, my real quick, my thoughts on that is that Carrie Fisher has even a, a, a larger purpose. It's somehow, some way, CGI or not, and I might be way off on this, but I just think that uh, she'll have a larger purpose just in how she goes out in the third film, or maybe they had something intended. And we'll, well see she hasn't it. filmed that. You understand that, like. Um... Maybe they cut out some of her scenes from, I don't know, from... I mean, if, okay, if they cut out some of her scenes, but, like, J.J. Abrams is literally just pitching his script to uh, the folks at uh, Disney, like, okay. this week. Like, so, oh, So okay. there's nothing that, unless, again, they cut out some footage, but, right. like, they didn't film anything for episode nine because they don't have a script yet. They didn't... Oh, okay. They haven't started filming that yet. So. Gotcha. So I don't know. But again, CGI you know, or something. I mean, they, 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 did, they did it to Admiral. Uh, I just forgot his name. Akbar. Can we give? Oh, no, man. Yo, they just took out Akbar like he was nobody. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of effed up, right there. So so, can we just take a minute to like recognize that Akbar is gone? I know Luke's gone, but what about Akbar, man? I mean, you know. And they did mention him later. He's a squid. So he survived long Um, enough. You know? That's crazy. But listen. That's crazy, man. Anyway. Shout out to to Admiral Akbar. Shout out to Akbar. Yeah. Um, But but no, in in terms of uh, how Luke went out, um, I would have liked to see him just destroy the walkers or something like that. Like uh, Adats. I don't know what they're called in these new versions. Forget about the adats. Although it would have been an amazing shot if, after he sort of blocked all of his shots at him, right? If he just waved his hand. And by the way, his force projection could have used the force to knock those out. What if if you making him do all of that? Why not? I mean, if he's holding dice, force dice. No, but here's the thing: you could have just had him wave his hand and knock the legs out of all of those things, and that's the thing that makes Kylo come down and say, "Look, I got to fight it myself." Right? right? Like, that's a thing that could have happened. And then, uh, per, me personally, I feel like if I were doing this, if I was going to send Luke out, and again, 
they did what they did, and I, I understand narratively why they did that. Right. But if you're going to take out Luke, like, give us one. You gave, you gave us in Rogue One, you gave us one last Darth Vader battle. Right. Like, give us one last Luke Skywalker, the greatest Talking. Jedi of all time. Give us one more straight-up lightsaber Luke comes there to kick ass and chew bubblegum and he's all out of bubblegum. Against Snoke or something, right? Yeah. I think they should have had Luke fight Snoke. Right. And you could still do the force projection thing, but they could say he fought Snoke so that um, Kylo and Rey could get off the ship. The name is Tarkin, by the way. I mean, that's... Tar- what about Tarkin? I was just saying uh, centuries ago, I was talking about if they could use CGI for Grand Moff uh, Tarkin. Yeah, you know, you we could said do that. CGI for... Um, Leia. Now Leia. again, continue. So if we did, if they did something like Luke came to to the um, to uh, Snoke's chambers right. to fight Snoke, right. so that uh, Ray could get off the ship, right. maybe along and and Kylo either goes after her or they get off together, some chase or something, yeah. Right. And then we get to see them fight, and then we, you know, cut away or whatever, or Luke, or Luke kills Snoke. Right. Which would, you know, make sense. Right. You know what I mean? Um, then Luke does his force projection down to the planet, and everybody's like, how did you get here? You know, there's no way you could have got off the ship with Snoke, because right. it was blowing up or something. Right. Then we find out Luke never left the ship. And this wasn't a force projection, but it was a force ghost that he showed up as. Uh, you know what I mean? And then you could have you could have still done your whole Luke is gone, Luke sacrificed himself, but you still gave us one good last lightsaber battle. You have and you now, have uh, that you have the the rebels escaping to the planet. You right. have uh, Ray escaping to meet up with the rebels. Right. You have uh, Kylo and Han suit. And then saying, get everybody we need, because he's, you know, everything's blowing up or whatever. He's like, get everybody down to that planet. We got to get them. We got to kill them. We're taking them out now. Right. And they're following suit. And you have Luke sacrificing himself in this way against Snoke to get Rey out of there because Yoda just told her, we can't lose her. You know what I mean? Right. So now it all brings it together. Because Luke essentially would have been keeping Snoke there so Snoke couldn't go after Rey. Exactly. Right. And, and Snoke's how, death have this more purpose, to right? It, where you're like, oh, okay, like you know. And I, again, I think that uh, Leia should have been the one to. Uh, and how clutch would it have been if Leia was the one to do the light speed uh, attack oh. on on Ooh. the thing? Uh, while that would have hit the heart. While Luke Ooh. was on the ship, and so they both went out in that. Yeah, that well. That that would I think everybody would have said this would have been the best Star <laughs> think Wars about that. movie you would have ever seen, so, bar none. Right. So you know, and if they basically like both had to take him out together. Right. 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 So Luke is essentially holding him off. Leia turns the ship around, shoots it, and brother and sister take out Snoke. Right. And then we see we see uh, Luke show up on the planet. How did you get here? I'm holding him off. Yo, how about Leia just like coming out of like stasis or the infirmary and then just telling Holdo like, yo, hold it down, kid. Good looking. 
And then she just gets on the ship and hold and hold yeah. those off to just you that's know. what they could have did. Okay, so um, but all of that said, yes, sir. I would have wanted that. And and the movie is not about the problem with that. If you want this series to be bigger than the Skywalkers, you cannot show me Luke doing the greatest. Jedi shit that we have ever seen in all time ever and then tell me he's gone and want me to care about Rey later on because I'll be like look Rey, Kylo, you're never going to be Luke you need to build up Kylo and you need to build up Rey and you need to build up Finn and Rose and Poe you need to build them up so that they are the new because again you have to let the past die okay Right. Okay. And so, just as as a franchise, you don't. That's not like that's gonna win you the battle, but it, you will lose the war ultimately if you right, do that. Right. Right. Um, and also, there's something too. As an older Jedi, you realize that that might doesn't make right. Right. It is not all about the fight and the old lightsabers. That's what the kids do. I need as to, a, I need to a, see Luke use his lightsaber and do some might. All right. I don't, I don't want to hear this. I, I don't want to hear this philosophical stuff about using his mind and how, no, pull the lightsaber out and destroy stuff. That's and, what I need to see. And I, I, again, like the idea Mike that he is right. an elder statesman, right? Oh God. And like, he beat Kylo just by being a symbol of hope. And that's why they showed the kids talking about Luke Skywalker, right? He beat Kylo not by fighting him, but by still trying to give him one last lesson. Right? Yeah, yeah he did. You know what I mean? Right. And so... He said, if you, he said, see you around, kid. He said, you yeah, strike me down now. I'm strike gonna, me I'm down in anger you. and yeah. I will always be with you just like your father. Yeah. Right? So this is his, this is his final lesson to Kylo. And so that makes sense narratively, it makes sense emotionally, it makes sense for where the character is. But again, what and and again, life is not always going to give you what you want. Right. Um and it's not all about what those legends are. You know what I mean? Right. So so again, they subverted my expectations. Would I've liked to see it? Yes. And am I sad that we will not get to see that? Absolutely. But I get it. Okay. Um, now, where do you think we go for episode nine? Episode nine. Episode nine will feature the um, Knights of Ren. Okay. And I... You're sure about that? <laughs> I'm not sure about anything anymore. Okay. But uh, so is life. But, um, so, Knights of Ren, and this guy, uh, Kylo, is trying to destroy everything. And I think he's going to go on a rampage, and it is going to be up to, she's going to study the text of the Jedi. Do Do you think we do a time jump? There's absolutely a time jump, because he's been embarrassed. 
And so he needs to go back into the shadows to figure out. Now, when I say time jump, I mean, is this going to be take place like right after episode eight or does it jump forward a few years? No, I think think it jumps forward a few years. Ray is a master now. It jumps forward a few years because Kylo is plotting his next move. Right. So he's trained his knights. He, I mean, they're already nice, but he's trained them even further. And Jason says the resistance will be rebuilt in in so. Kylo's image, and so no, 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 the resistance. Oh, the resistance will. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the resistance will be rebuilt. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. And so I just see that um, she's going to go into her own mode of trying to figure things out, um, understanding the the ways of the Force. Um, Luke is going to have some projection of some kind. I don't know what they're going to do. It's, be a, it's going to be a force ghost. That's different from a projection. Force so projection when you're still alive. All right, all right. Force ghost is when you've become one with the force. Well, force ghost is going to be there, but I just don't know what they're going to do with Leia. And In my opinion, like I said, probably some CGI stuff because I, even though JJ is just pitching that idea now, they have to do something big for her since she's not technically dead in the films. You know what right. I mean? Like in life, R.I.P., but... In the film, she's not dead. So how? But they how could they... jump forward and just say like, "Okay, she passed away." That could be in the opening crawl. They could start it at her funeral. Ah, and at her funeral, that's when they attack. That's when you're gonna feel real scummy for like Kylo. Like you know what I mean? Like years have passed. Top scum, Kylo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like years have passed, and like now it's there at the funeral, and that's when he finds out like it's time to attack them now, you know, or something like that. So. I don't, I, you know, I don't know where it goes, but I do. I want to just say this and toss it back to you, and then we'll go back and forth, I guess. But um, my thing is, is that they really have. They wanted to close out episodes one through nine and get the Skywalker narrative done with a nice little bow tie, so that they can move forward and really give you more story and lore of the um, Star Wars universe. Right, know, more Jedi's, more fighting styles, more sabers, more depths. You know what I mean? Things that really wasn't shown so much. I mean, it was shown, but it wasn't shown in a stylistic way in these Star Wars films. So we have to get prepared that this isn't going to be our or your daddy's Star Wars. You know, this is right. going to be a new level of Star Wars. It's and for so, a new generation, and absolutely. that's what that's what the Broom Kid was about. Okay, um, so for me. I think that the 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 next one I think all bets are off. Um I think that this felt I know they're called episodes, but this felt more like a one-off episode of a TV show and it ultimately okay. felt a little inconsequential and maybe this felt like a mad stuff happened. No, no, a lot of stuff happened, I get it, but you understand that this whole thing took place in the span of 3 days. Right? Right. Um again so and again, it, just, it feels like a, 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 an, an episode of a, of a TV show, and, and, and that's, that's great, right? This was really one of the most as, contained Star Wars. Like, the, right, but so my question to you is that, and again, maybe Ryan Johnson isn't concerned with like mysteries and all that, right. but like in the way that The Force Awakens set things up, like who is Snoke? Um, who are who are who are Ray's parents? What are Where is Luke? 
Right. No, no, no. There was no yeah, mix, yeah. no Luke, and what do you call it? So these are things that you people sort of made up their own fan fiction, had all these theories. Right. These are the things that get you to go to the next Star Wars, right? right? These are well, like what exactly are you looking for? What have they set up for you to go and look for in the next Star Wars? Maybe, the Knights you know? of Ren, and how does this all tie together? It's, okay. Then, you know, as just, and now what as I what I'll it. say from this, I'll say those dice will. I'm almost certain those will be relevant in the Han Solo movie, oh, and that's why they were there. Oh, that's why Lord. they made a big deal of them. Right? It, they're going to give you the story of those dice. Right. Um, and I think that um, I don't think Kylo dies. You don't think he dies in nine? I don't think he dies in nine. Uh, but this is also why I think it's important uh, that um, the other important thing is if if he does die, again, I don't think that they will kill him. Right. But if Kylo dies, I'm almost certain there'll be a time jump because we're going to say that, okay, five years have passed, nine years have passed. Ray, uh, Luke is teaching Ray, but Ray is teaching new young Jedi. Right. Uh, this the battle at crate is the it was the spark. That's why they kept saying we're the spark that will that will burn down the the, the first order. Right. Right. And so the news of Luke coming back and sacrificing himself or whatever it is, the news of Luke coming back is the thing that gets people to join the resistance. Luke is hope. Okay. Right. Luke has given the resistance hope, and so if we face them down there. If Luke is back, if Luke is on our side and the Jedi have returned, people will now flock to the Resistance. They don't have to accept what the First Order is doing. So again, the Jedi will be raised up uh, and and Kylo is going to do something new. It won't be the Sith. but but And again, maybe the Knights of Ren won't be the original six Knights of Ren, but it will be a whole, they are the new Sith. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if uh, this is Lucas thinking. I, I don't know Lucas, obviously. Well, I mean, he's not. This has nothing to do with Lucas. Well, anymore. I mean, but in terms of what Disney having the hands of the property, you had to ask him. I mean, they can do it themselves. Well, they, but no, they, he gave them uh, where he thought it should go, and they they went a completely different right. It was way. like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. But I'm just saying. But they could still always extract one or two of his ideas, or just completely just dump all of it, yeah. right? So just say uh, Kathleen Kennedy at this point. All right, so Kathleen, so Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, I don't know if Star Wars, in a sense, that the 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 deeper message within Star Wars, along with the good and the bad and light and dark and all this other stuff, is that a cyclical? By the way, we're two hours in. I we're a long time. In. <laughs> I don't. I think there's like one view right now or something. But um, the the I don't know if it's cyclical, and that's in the sense that all things always come around. And if that's the case, there is a quite there is a possibility if it is in that mindset that when you get to the end of episode nine and you think that all is one and we defeated the the new order or whatever they're called first order first don't, order don't disrespect don't let Kylo come out here there's gonna be there's gonna be some child somewhere who feels the ripple effects of what the resistance did. And they're going to feel some kind of way. So wherever there's light, there's always dark. And that's just the, the message of battle. 
Like, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? And you're just supposed to understand that the story continues on. Right. You know what I mean? So, that's all. Okay. So, now I... um, I want to talk about some sort of meta stuff. Right. Now, we just spent two hours talking about You have to edit so much of this. I'm not editing, not even... No, no, I mean just in terms of... Jeez. Nothing's coming out. Now... You're not going to chop any of this Nope. You can't. It, there's, there's no way to do it. Okay, but aside from that. <laughs> now, why this do you think folks. that we obsess so much? We haven't talked for two hours about any, on camera anyway. Uh, we've had a very long conversation about movies, but right. why do you think there is so much fervor for Star Wars? And why do you think people are so upset that this sort of deviated from the norms that we have seen so far in Star Wars. You're asking me this question? Yes. There's been backlash to the film. Um, the reason people, in my opinion, the reason that people uh, have so much problems with with this film is because they're, it's not the Star Wars that they're used to. And so I alluded to a couple of things, right? I said that um, for... Uh, uninitiated right uh star wars means a lot of things to a lot of people for different reasons right that's very broad stroking but or that's broad stroking but you have to understand that there's a sense of exploration there's a sense of what's out there in the great beyond there's a sense of traveling uh, i mean not traveling but like space fights and sabers and ships and aliens and language and all these different planets and the score and it's just so much going on that you think about when star wars happens and there's these moments and it's you it it takes you back to whether it's your childhood and your friends and so forth etc etc i could keep going but there's these all these little things that make up star wars being such a, a great thing that anybody who has that uh, creative or adventurous mind enjoys, right? And so for people who don't really care for that, it's just, it's whatever. So now when you take this film of uh, The Last Jedi and you get the elements of Star Wars, but you're not, there's something missing, right? Because you're having Luke die. Or you're having the way the force is utilized, or you're missing. Yeah, there's a couple of jokes, but it's not the jokes that I'm used to, and you know, it's so it 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 just it gets you unraveled. Or how could Snoke just die like that? Or why they're force feeding me these characters? People start getting up in arms, but again, everyone's so centered around uh, Luke, Leia, and Han Solo, and. So now that these are coming to a close, it's kind of hard to accept that for a lot of people. I just saw a lot of people complaining about The Force Awakens is just a rehash of A New Hope. And, and they complain that it's, oh, it's just too much of the same. And then and then you get, you well, get this one different. is too different. And then it's like, and again, obviously, it's probably not the same people complaining. But the right. point is, you're never going to please all people. And no. as an artist... You should never try to please all people. No, you should just try to make great work. So is this push the boundaries? Right? Is this great work? 
And and the reason I ask that is because sometimes I feel like we are sort of like we don't want to lose our nerd card, so we just have to, you know, say we like this thing or we have or we give this thing more credence than maybe it deserves or maybe it does deserve that. Well, I again, like those people Star they just Wars get the original was groundbreaking, right? Right, but since the original trilogy, have there been any more groundbreaking Star Wars movies? No, and they follow this. But do, does there need to be? And, and that's where it's it's in this weird place because it follows a formula, right? It's very a, it's very formula driven. The entire Star Wars up to this point has been very formula driven, and that's what people are used to. People are like, look, this is how I like my food, and I don't want anything changed. You know, uh, I don't want anything added to it. Just give it to me the same way that I've always been get, getting it, right? And you get that, and people are appreciative or whatever, but at the same time, the underlying message of Star Wars is that there's this vast world. There's this vast universe. There's this all this lore. There's all this information. There's so much things that's happened. But all we get is, I keep driving this, Luke on Leia. Luke on Leia. Even when Force Awakens came out, everybody was saying, well, where's Luke? Right, like that yeah. was that was the response. Where's Luke? Where, nobody cared about Ray. Nobody cared about Poe. Nobody cared about Finn. People were up in arms that that uh, 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 um, a stormtrooper took his helmet off. You know what I mean? Yeah, but hey, people also up things. in arms that, that stormtrooper was, storm black, was but... black. I mean, that's true too. You know, so come on. You know what I mean? Like, think about how people are reacting to this. Think about how people are getting mad. About Ray and oh she can't use the force and how is it just working like that like as if uh, and you said it like as if Luke wasn't just using the force right out the gate to yeah, shoot and stuff again she also didn't really use the force for anything like crazy special other than lifting up rocks but look at how crazy people get right because it's this thing that they're holding on to and they don't want anything to change it's that old man get off my lawn thought right well I think here's the thing what I think. I think we get this reaction or we see these reactions because and people are upset with what they did with the Luke character right. and people are upset with you're not sort of honoring the traditions aside from the fact that this is all made up, right? right? One, you you cannot and should not be dismissive of the people who get crazy about this for legitimate reasons. If you're crazy they about this... You here. If you, that's the thing. If you're crazy about this because you're a misogynist and you don't want to see a woman in the lead or you're a racist and you don't want to see a black stormtrooper right. or you are whatever the fuck right. you are then like fuck you but right. get out if you right. are being pedantic over uh what force user force sensitive people can and cannot do right. and you are worried about continuity and lore and you're worried about setting things up that things being set up that don't pay off right those crazy fans that um obsess over these things is the reason why your franchise has lasted 40 years so don't just go say that those people are being too extra their opinions are valid and right. if you can go and make a movie rogue one 
which Jason says is insane, and I agree. Right. Uh, if you can go and make a whole movie about a throwaway line in the opening crawl of A New Hope. Is Jason still sticking with us? Jason's still here, man. He's in the zone. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Um, We've been talking so for a while. If you Appreciate can make that. a whole movie from the opening crawl, uh, from a one sentence in the opening crawl of A New Hope, right? Like, or... The Han, or or you're gonna do this whole Han Solo movie about some dice that people wondered about, right? That were hanging on the Millennium Falcon in in the original films. Like you, those people are the ones you're that you're making this movie for, right? Right. So don't shit on them because they're obsessing over it. Because if they didn't obsess over it, your last movie would not have made two billion dollars. You would not have done exactly. forty years in, done two hundred and twenty million your opening weekend. Exactly. Those people are buttering your bread. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but now that, that said, thank you. that said, the people, those same people, they associate Star Wars with their childhood, right? Right. And so what you're telling me when you tell me that Luke doesn't matter anymore, that Han doesn't matter anymore, they weren't particularly my heroes because I'm less of a star. I know I'm doing like a two hour show about Star Wars. He's definitely doing a two hour show about Star Wars. You know, these guys were our heroes growing up. Right. And when you tell him when you're telling me their time has passed, in a way you're telling me that my time has passed. Right? You're right. telling me that I am an adult now. I need to grow up. I need to let go. I am I I now have to sort of confront my um my mortality. Right? Right. So so Luke dying is a part of my childhood dying. And the reason I get so excited about superhero movies and Star Wars movies and things like that is because it takes me back to a time as a child, when you when all of your dreams are intact right. and you dreamt of space and being the president and being a superstar and you had hope. But as you grow, reality sets in a little more. Right. And, and we all, just as human beings, lose a little bit of that. Right. But we come back to these escapist movies like Star Wars to just regain a little bit of that sense of wonder and hope. And when you're telling me that those people are gone... What does that mean about that hope? Right? So so this is why I think people can get uh very upset and attached and 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 sort of mad at what, what they're how they're treating the older characters. Yeah, and in again, my opinion. And again in, in the in the film space, this is why this is needed because it's very hard to move on from that. If you've been telling everyone for the longest that there's more to Star Wars than just these guys, and I, you know, I keep driving that home because there's, you know, there's not many films that when I was, you know, shout younger, out to Tamika. Shout out to Tamika. Uh, there's not many films when um, that when I was younger, a uh, good, good, good friend of mine, um, John, and myself, you know, who's mysterious John, but anyway, uh, myself, we we used to draw characters based off of Star Wars. We created our entire different world that was very similar to Star Wars just because of how Star Wars played to us in our childhood. You know what I'm saying? And so there's a lot of reasons why this affects so many people, but that world was very vast and why, just as it was alluded to how Star Wars should be. 
But all you got on cinema, each and every film, is just the stories of these characters. And so what Ryan Johnson and the Ild and other ilk and these directors are under the um, gun to say, okay, how can we close this up so we can see if Star Wars is truly bigger than the, the big three? You know, right. or is it just them? Or is it just them? We need Darth Vader every time. Do we have to keep doing this fan service? Or can we actually move on? And so people are up in arms, but they'll get over it. You know what I mean? And they're, they're just they're just in shock value right now. It's like cold right. water. It's cold water hitting you at the wrong time of the day. And so you'll get over it. And then when you start seeing Star Wars, I think you mentioned to me in one of our um, On the Real News uh, shows, uh, that they're thinking of doing a Star Wars similar to Game of Thrones. That's crazy. Oh and, yeah, and I mean, it could, anything could happen. So, anything, anything could happen with the new di- the new Disney streaming service, right, which so may just be Hulu. But how do you get there if you can't move away from you know? And that said, Luke Han and I hope that Ryan Johnson's new trilogy is not Knights of the Old Republic because I'd love to see Knights of the Old Republic in television Game of Thrones. Like just a form. weekly yeah. form of something. Well, you like can just tell a long form story. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I you know, that's what I think. So Jason you... says people are still buying Jordans. <laughs> um, okay. Facts. All right. Uh, let's close this thing up. You got Facts. any final thoughts for these people, these good folks that are sticking with us here? Um, thank you. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. You know, they, we we Jason. Yeah, we we talked a lot on this one topic. For a long time, and so thank you for anyone who tuned in or who's still tuning in and, and watching all of this. We truly appreciate that. And um, I'll just say that as far as Star Wars go, um, and that's why I gave it a soft eight. I have gripes with the film. Um, it and I and I said it all throughout ad nauseum that Empire Strikes Back uh, is my for one my favorite Star Wars film, and for three, it's. Um, we this should is, we should uh we should rank on the next I, I can't, on the real yeah, show. We should rank on the Star Wars. Next time. Like my energy is like damn near E. But uh so but this this film I I got what he was trying to do. Was it executed perfectly? No. Um could things have done better been done better or yeah, every film has flaws. Exactly. Yes they do. Um however I know he was the message that he was relaying um, even if it was shoved down people's throats, it's just that we have to move on. We have to move forward. You know what I mean? You're always building something for the next. It's not about yourself. And in that, I appreciate and I understand because you can't tell me for years and years on end, can't stress enough, I drew so many characters as a kid about Star Wars, but completely different names or completely different storylines and stuff like that. And it's about a vast world. And you can't tell me there's a vast world and all we keep harping on is the big three. So I'm ready for it, and I think the crowd is ready for it. Somatic form. Just one right. way or another, you got to move forward. All right. So um, I think it was a good film, and I don't know if I've said this uh, on this show, but I do not think it is better than Force Awakens. Force Awakens <clears throat> still gets your, your nod. Yes. Okay. Um, and the reason I say that is because I think that the Force Awakens it it played it, it the pacing was better, right? And it play it had a, an amazing balance of 
We're introducing new characters. We are paying homage to why you actually love Star Wars in the first place. Right. Um, there is a balance of mystery, action, um, you know, character work right. and, and homage story and paying work, homage. Right. Not to mention it's a beauty, beautifully filmed movie. That said, I think this is the best looking Star Wars we've ever seen. You did say that, right. I think that this is the, the most the well shot right. Star Wars we've ever seen. That, the, 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 the light speed attack, oh. the salt planet crate, right. um, just um, Octu. Right. Um, yeah, Octu. Yeah. So all of it, all of it was, was hand, just the look and the design of Snoke and his throne room. Yes. And and the guards. Right. And again, the use of the color red. Right. Also, I didn't say this before, but Jason pointed out that uh, he thinks the color red signifies that blood will fall. Mm. Right? Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, it... it, it, it you, Maybe they were preparing you for death. That's the yeah, point no, that he, it's, he, it's, he brings up. They kept reiterating that it's death. It's, death, a, it's right. a beautiful film, but okay. I'm saying... Narratively, I just think that uh, the Force Awakens works okay. works better. Right. <clears throat> I think the Force Awakens didn't give you a chance to catch your breath. Right. I think there were no wasted scenes in the Force Awakens. Right. Uh, but I do think we this film this is the longest Star Wars film, and right. it, you could have cut out the entire Canto Bite thing and had a much tighter film, and maybe my thoughts would have been different. And also. And again, there is something to J.J. Abrams literally just gave you what you wanted. Fan service. Right? Right. But what's, I, what's wrong with fan service? Fan service is what keeps this thing going. Right. Right? The fans are the ones who buy the books and right. make up these stories that whatever. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think that um, I think um, Ryan Johnson took bold choices. Okay. Um, I'm still interested to see what his trilogy is. Right. Not as interested as I was before I saw this movie twice, though. I will say that. Mm. But also I will say that this film is better the second time you see it. Right. Uh, just because you can sort of pick up more things. Right. Um, but I, as far as what this new trilogy is going to be, now depending on what J.J. does... This is going to be an amazing new trilogy. If it even is a trilogy, they could just keep going episode 10, 11, 12, whatever. Or Disney could just drop him. No, no, no. I, well, no, they're not going to drop JJ. No, uh, I'm talking about Ryan Johnson. Trilogy. No, they're not because people love what, what he did. Right? Oh, okay. I thought you said uh, the Rotten... No, no. Rotten, so the Rotten Tomatoes score is 93%, but the audience score is 56% because they're like like trolls that built bots to give it audience scores. These aren't vetted actual critics. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but anyway, I, I think it was a uh, solid, Jason agrees with me, seven was better than eight. Um, it's like Windows. <laughs> um, so, but again, I think we all have to get past Han and Luke and Leia. Yeah. And if you, if you love Star Wars... Um, Kylo is right. You have to let the past die. Yep. You have to let them go. Unfortunately. And we cannot keep looking for... Like, if you you killed Luke, so you can't be looking for when will Luke return. You know what I mean? 
until the Reddit opens up where they're like, yo, Luke is clearly coming back as a Force ghost. No, no, no. I mean, yes, as a Force ghost, but Force ghosts just come to, like, tell you something when you need to hear it. Right. Or they'll come at an end sequence, but, like, they're not going to play these pivotal roles. Like, the third one is these guys being on their own, right? So, what is the first film? Okay, Find who you are. Meet your heroes, right? Right. You're on this journey. Now you meet your heroes. Your heroes all disappoint you. And now you have to figure out what to do in a world where you can no longer look to the old guard, right. where you actually have to forge your new you path. You have to do it yourself. And yeah. that's what the third film, I think, will be about. Right. And so that will set these characters off. So I think this was a bold film. Right. Uh, I'm not mad at what Ryan Johnson did with it. I'm not no. mad at the choices. No. Although, and again, this may just be me as an old curmudgeon. I didn't like all the jokes. I thought after seeing Rogue One, this was going to be a much more serious film. And it was serious and there were stakes. Um, but, you know, you didn't have to give me a joke every five seconds. Definitely old curmudgeon. Now, um, but... Folks, that is it. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's it. I gotta yeah. cut it off there. Uh, thank you for watching. Um, if you're still watching, and um, this was fun, and we will be back with our regular on the real show where we discuss all of the Marvel Fox deal. Right. We're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of that thing. That's it won't be, be a show four hours dedicated. It's gonna be one hour, but it's gonna be all dedicated right. to what we're, what's gonna happen with Marvel and Fox and X Men. And, and Avatar, and Aliens, and Predator, and, and Die Hard, yes. and The Simpsons, all of that. So we will be talking about that, and we will be casting our own... our own. In a, it's like uh, fantasy sports, right? We're <laughs> going to be casting um, the MCU's version of the X-Men. Is that um, going to be our segment of uh, What Would You Do? That's going to be our What Would You Do segment. Okay. Okay. Um, so I am your host, Steve Johnson, and you know, you can find me as usual on your favorite social media network, as long as it's not Snapchat at Steve A.M. Johnson, Mr. Woods, tell them where they can find you. Uh, why Woods, why not across the board on any social media, um, except for Facebook, um, or why woods, why not.com. Yes. Okay. And, um, also if you haven't done so already, um, please take a moment to like and subscribe and do all those things because it helps us out a lot and go over to our YouTube channel. We post these videos there as well. Yes. Uh, we, we're trying to get those subscriber numbers up over there. And, so we can uh, have our own URL. Right. That's, that's the yeah. purpose of it. So join the conversation and, uh, that was it. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So... We are out of here. <laughs> Nothing more to say.